Hey guys, what's going on? This is the process. <sighs> That's going to take some getting used to for me because I keep saying it's the process, but I renamed it Collins Process strictly for search purposes because when you search Collins Process, I come up, whereas if you search the process, a bunch of other things come up. So you're here at Collins Process. You can still call it the process if you want, whatever you'd like, as long as you tune in. Like, share, subscribe, all that good stuff. Um, so I'm back. New music, as you just heard. New name, as I just told you. And new guests, as you can guess. Today, I am talking with my friend Phil. <laughs> Phil, what's Phil's last name? I never even think of Phil's last name. You ever have a friend that you're just friends with for so long, you don't even think of their last name anymore? It's Karlinski, I think. Or I might be like naming a serial killer. Or he has the name of a serial killer, I think. But it's uh, Phil. And anybody who knows Phil, Filthy. Uh, Phil was a rapper. Ever since I've known him, he's been a rapper. And uh, recently, after chasing that dream for so long, he's like come to the point where he's like, I don't really, I don't think I want to do this. And he was at a point in his life where he was kind of like, just at this crossroads and he's just trying to figure things out and I'd love to talk to a person like that so we sat down and had a conversation interesting thing about me and Phil we had a falling out uh, me and my friend uh, me and my friend Mike we wanted to help Phil out with a bunch of things uh, needless to say things went south Phil kind of went off the rails said some things he shouldn't have said wrote some things posted some things had a meltdown of sorts and uh from there we had a falling out we hadn't seen each other in a really long time and i was in the gym and uh, i was just you know getting stuff out of my bag and then all of a sudden i look up and i see him standing there hair down to his shoulders like jesus now last time i saw him he had short hair now he has like jesus length hair has his arms open and he's jacked in shape i was shocked and uh i decided you know what i'm gonna put all that behind me and uh, I'm going to hug this guy. And we hugged and we talked and uh, we talked some more. And then we sat down and had this conversation. And how long is this conversation? Let me check here. Yeah, we went in. We went in Rogan style on this one. This is a three hour conversation. But you know what? It's really interesting because we talk about his life and like what he's trying to figure out and what made him stop being a rapper because he's always wanted that. And uh, we talked about me. I talked about um, <clears throat> something I don't talk about uh, a lot. Uh, I was, like, assaulted as a kid. Um, not sexually. It was violently. And, um, yeah, we just talk about we, – we talk about forgiveness. And, uh, yeah, we touch on a lot of different things. And it was one of my favorite conversations that I've ever had on the podcast, straight up. So – Without further ado, welcome back, and welcome me back, and welcome Collins Process back. Without any uh, further ado, here is the infamous Phil, Phil Nasty, Filthy. You are now listening to The Process with Colin Cummings. That's my intro song right now. You, you like that? That's that's it. That's all I got.
I know. Worst writer, worst writer do that. This is about crazy Yo, birthright. <laughs> or as I like to call it, brain right. Yeah, right. Get your brain right. Yeah. About Judaism. And get brainwashed. Um, it's pretty crazy, man. Like I thought I was going on the like a ten day like vacation to Israel, dude. And I'm like I'm just so exhausted because it was just one thing after the other, <laughs> and and like I'm always like I find myself like this is me like at birth right just like always like falling asleep in and out of <laughs> like man why? why because we're uh, first of all like every day you have to wake up at around 6 30 7 o'clock breakfast and then 8 o'clock we're gone on the bus doing like some sort of activity going somewhere and uh then you get free some free time for lunch maybe like an hour hour and a half <laughs> but the best you do dude it was like it was really like summer camp like going to like an adult summer camp yeah, just we had like the last thing that we did was we went to a school and like we played with kids during recess and then we did like a craft with them, craft. like a craft like we um we cut out like Israeli flags and Canadian flags and like colored them in and like whatever with the kids. Is that all it is? Just flags? It's constant flags. You just have to do flag stuff all the time. <laughs> what do you mean? I was just no. That was the only thing we had to do with flags. Can you hear me all right? Because of okay, my levels are good. Yeah, they're good. Okay. Can you hear me? Yeah, like I feel like you're. You must just have like a louder voice than me then. Me? Because like yeah, I feel like you're coming through. Because you're like talking like this. <laughs> and also, it's hard for you to hear your own voice because you think you're just hearing it naturally, but you're actually hearing it. Anytime you have a misconception about it, you just go like this. Hey. <laughs> uh, I can't tell if I'm clear. Whatever. You're good. No, I hear you loud and clear. No, I mean the video. Oh, man, here with Phil. Hello. This, this is so odd. <sighs> I'm back, back in Thornhill, and so am I. Fuck. <laughs> yeah, wow. Wow. Yeah. And so are you. Yeah. That's crazy. I wasn't here for so long. So when exactly was it that you came back to Thornhill? Only. December no like November 31st I got back wow yeah so like a, m a month ago literally wow early man it's just uh it was fun in Toronto I had a lot of fun tell me there. tell me about it <laughs> tell me about, about what Toronto? your year your year experience in Toronto didn't you ever live in Toronto uh no no uh like north york is that considered toronto no that's not yeah like toronto is like downtown midtown that's yeah toronto. I, I i was downtown definitely that's toronto that's what i think Any, anyone from thornhill would say i was downtown definitely but if you're from downtown you're like i was midtown that's what you'd say i'm gonna change this camera <laughs> angle okay we're doing it live okay just keep doing it <laughs> <clears throat> uh, I don't know where to start, man. Uh, it was intense. It was definitely. Was it great? It was great. I think I, 
like you know what the craziest thing is the first question that the tour guide asked us and this just like gives it away right away the first thing he asked us who thinks they're here to get brainwashed oh yeah yeah the first thing really dude the first thing he says like that's out of all the things who thinks they're here to get brainwashed and raise your hand raise your hand and i think maybe one or two people raise their hand and he's like oh so two people think they are and everyone else thinks they are but don't want to raise their hand (laughs) so he made like a joke out of it dude it is like i'm just so exhausted like (laughs) <laughs> my mind is just done. I was done. I'm, I was by the end of the trip, like I was done with the people. I was done. <laughs> I was just done with it, <laughs> dude. Like, and it's funny. Like, it's funny. So, this one guy, like one guy, came uh, with me to my place yesterday uh, from the airport, and he came to my place to chill what? for uh, one of the guys from Birthright. Really? Yeah, Adam. He was a cool guy. We went to my house to blaze. Anyway, we were chilling and like, I'm like, why the fuck am I like chilling with this guy? I just chilled with him for 10 days. Like, wow. I don't want to see him anymore. And like another guy emailed me and he's like, link up. And I'm like, man, like, I don't want to see these people. <laughs> like, Dude, I just saw them for 10 days. Bro, they want to talk about the experience, right? Like, that's what it is. They I'm, talk about I'm what, just what done. And I'm telling you, you know, me, I am telling you, I entertain like that's. I entertained everyone during that trip. Everyone knew Phil by the end of it. And everyone knew that I smoked weed. So actually speaking of smoking weed every single day, I smoked weed while I was there. Really? Yes. And that, and that I can say is what gave me, I think I got the most out of the experience. How did you do that? So, uh, it's actually crazy how weed is there. So weed is decriminalized in Israel. Yeah. Medical weed is legal and uh, weed is decriminalized. Are so a thousand percent, a thousand percent. You can look it up. It's been decriminalized. And uh, so you won't go to jail for weed. And we actually had a cop who was on our birthright trip. So for three days in birthright, we get like a few Israelis that come on the trip for three days yeah. to stay with us. One of them was a cop and he was super cool. I was blazing in front of him like fucking he's like he didn't care. And he's like telling us, I'm so I'm like, yo, what happens if you get caught by the cops? And uh, he's like, oh, they'll just take the spliff and throw it out. And that's it. Really? Yeah. They don't care. It's decriminalized. They don't care. Everybody blazes in Israel. Everybody. Everybody. (laughs) Everybody. But dude, oh, it's disgusting how they blaze, dude. It's like 90% tobacco, 10% weed. And the weed is not that great. So it's just, it's gross. Weird. It's disgusting. That's so weird. So anyway, how Put I got microphone down, Let down like this. Yeah, All right. There you go. But now I feel like, do I got to tilt the mic a bit? Can you? No, you can't. No. Turn it up. Turn it up a bit. See, just talk. Are you kidding? Is that okay? Don't worry about your face. Okay. You're, you're putting but, your face. Yeah. Just talk. Is that okay? Can yeah. you hear me? Okay. Yeah. Right. So how did I get weed? <laughs> how did I get weed in uh, Israel first? So I met. Liran in Israel. The first day that I was there, we met in. Ge- oh, I should probably. You know what? What? We're gonna reiterate for a second. Sit over here for a second. This is pissing me off. <laughs> I need to figure this out. Okay. This is how the professionals do it, guys. <laughs> Just so you 
just sit back there, like 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 you're me. Okay. Sit. I just want to get myself in place. Okay. Bam. Done. <clears throat> you know what? Get up. Okay. Tell me something. Bang. There yo, we yo, go. yo, yo, yo. Do you have a relative named Shawnee? Shawnee. Shawnee. No. You look like this girl I know, Shawnee. No. No, I don't. <laughs> I no. don't. Everybody stiffens up when they put the headphones on and they get in front of the microphone. Not me. <laughs> so what I actually was going to say is I should, guys, I should tell you guys about Phil. This is Phil. Hi. I should even Hello. like say that. I don't know where I'm supposed to look at the camera. Sure, I'm... if you want. I don't care. Um, This is a more relaxed interview with Phil. We had a we had a falling out. Yes. How long ago? Like two years ago? Something like that. That sounds about right. Yeah, I think so. Because I wasn't living downtown. That wasn't even like on the table yet. Sorry about that. But uh, yeah. So we had this falling out, and um, I guess yeah. What what even happened? So we. <laughs> you fuck. Phil wrote a rap about me, posted it on my wall. Okay. Like a fucking guy. But how did that all come about? You How did, how did it come, that about? come about? How did it come about? How did it come about? I, lit- I literally <laughs> said that we were trying to help. First of all, me and Johnson were trying to help you. Okay. All I needed you to do was send me all your songs and I was going to make music videos out of all of them. Okay. You're never going to get that offer again in your life. No one. No, I might do it. I might offer it to you again, but nobody that you know would ever offer that to you and i wanted you to send it and you're like what did you want me to do instead you're like all you need to do is this i can't remember what it was but you're telling me to do something else i think it was maybe it was the vlog something yeah something about the 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 motion uh, that motion uh capture i can't remember how you when you fucking take the the time lapse the time lapse and i told oh yes like, I no was one vlogging care- and i was doing time lapses and you're like all you need to do is get like start doing the vlog or something like, what the fuck is this guy ordering me around for fucking ass <laughs> i was like what the fuck and then i got pissed off and then i said a bunch of shit to you i think and this is when <laughs> i still think this is a good idea but this is when we had the facebook feeds of the battle raps <laughs> yes. i still think that's a magnificent idea for anybody who's like a lyricist to get a bunch of guys into like a Facebook feed and they just like battle rap. And that's so funny. You know, what's crazy. Just literally today I deleted, I had the, those raps that I dissed foob with on my iPod and like I wrote them on my iPod and I deleted them today. (laughs) I'm like, yo, I don't want to see this. fucking. Wow. Look at that. You cleared it out. And then all of a sudden we were able to see each other. How weird is that? Wow. That's so weird. But yeah, yeah, you you wrote a rap about me. And then you wrote one about Johnson. <laughs> Johnson was much more angry than I was cuz he sent you a phone. He did shit for you. Right? <laughs> I'm I'm a dick. I'm a, I'm sorry. Whatever. I'm sorry guys. I love you both. <laughs> Johnson uh yeah, Johnson was like, "What the fuck?" Yeah, he was he was he was pissed. Cause he was, he wanted a lot. He wanted a lot for me. And it, it was just like, he was yeah, the social media thing. And like that, I think actually from there, from that point, like, I feel like I kind of like 
went into a depression from there because like trying to like be on social media and yeah. like trying to like be like get somewhere through social media yeah johnson wants people to work when it comes to social and like when you don't see when you don't see like the return from it and it's just like when you just get like bots when you just see like fate i'm just like what the fuck it's the worst it's like what like i feel like i like i miss that train no come on to make it on social media no what do you mean like I feel like and everyone's then, already established. Like everyone's already established on social media. What are you talking about? Like there's, there's like a 15 year old girl right now that's about to blow up on social media. <laughs> Everybody's established. What are you talking about? <laughs> at any point you can like, but you know what? At any point you can just start up again on social media. But you know Gary V. He said I, I've posted about it like twice already. Gary V. Said he's like I posted every day for eight years before anybody gave a fuck. So. It takes time. <laughs> but I mean, it's, it's tricky. It's different now. It's tricky. Right? It's tricky, man. But I mean, uh, yeah, so that happened. You wrote the raps. I didn't even read mine. I think Johnson read his. That's why he got upset. I didn't get upset because I didn't read it. I just saw Colin. And I'm like, what the fuck does this guy think he's doing right now? <laughs> I was like, no chance I'm reading this. <laughs> Especially if he's like a province away, two provinces away. I'm like, fuck that. I can't even get, I won't even be able to do anything about it. So I didn't read it, but I think Johnson read it. <laughs> he got, he got mad. And then from there, I blocked you. Cause that's what I do. Yeah. That's what I do. Sometimes it's an overreaction. Sometimes it's valid. But like when I, when I stop being friends with somebody, it's like a breakup. I do it like a breakup. I'm like, okay, we're done now. And I block them and like I don't want to see them again. But um for some reason, I don't know. And like I haven't even talked about you or anything since. And then as soon as I saw you, I was like, Oh, it's Phil. That's it. Like it was all done. It was all put aside as soon as I saw you. Like, Fuck it. I don't give a shit. <laughs> I don't know. That's how that's how it came to be with me. I was just like, who cares? Dude, that was very therapeutic, I think, for me, just, like, too. Just really? seeing you, yeah, man, because we definitely, I felt like, since we last had that interact, like, it was, uh, like, I love you, and, like, we ended, like, what the fuck? Yeah, exactly. You know? That's exactly it, so. And I've come to terms with a lot of stuff in my life, and uh, getting mad is, like, not, like, I still get mad at things, but, like, not over stuff like that. And, like, also, when you get, like... Like, how long are you going to hold that? Yeah, exactly. Exactly. It doesn't do anything to you by me holding on to something like that. And, like, how how weird would it be if, like, we saw each other just now and I'm like, fuck you. Somebody smiling, <laughs> smiling with their arms open. And I'm just like, fuck this guy. And I, I like, walk away. Like, I don't know. I'm not in a universe where that could happen. So, like, as soon as I saw you, I was like, oh, man. It was incredible. It was beautiful. It was a beautiful moment, man. It was just like being back from jail and seeing like a family member, you know? I swear. That's so funny. Yeah. Yeah. So that's what happened with us. So we haven't seen each other in a while. Even longer than like falling out, we haven't seen each other because you moved away for so long. About like five years. Now, yeah. Fuck. Five years, man. And his hair is long. Before his hair was short, just so you guys know. So this is crazy. This is insane how long your hair is. Yeah. <laughs> but I figured we'd do that. I've always wanted to have a falling out with somebody 
and then reconcile on a podcast because I think wow. I've always wanted to do that because I think it's like so like like why not like why don't people expose themselves like this so like I was I was a little wrong in like the way I dealt with it because <clears throat> I was very quick to cut it off because that's how I am with things and, and I then, was just childish and yeah. like fucking talking some bunch of bullshit <laughs> like that was just like fucking. so it was just like yeah I'd rather reconcile in front of all these that's amazing wow all the dozens of people that are watching wow. <laughs> all the six all six of them that's that therapeutic oh what the fuck the fuck out of here sorry yeah because like I, I don't know i feel i feel like that should happen a lot more on social media as opposed to acting like everything's all good all the time wow like that's yeah. so real that's so raw you know yeah i'd rather it be like that plus this is called the process right so it has to be like a process it's more it's not even the process of making a podcast but like even the, the healing process of yeah like, you know like we like why not i'd rather i'd rather it just be about like the process of my life you know than like just acting like things like this don't happen and take place with people i don't know just just something that came to mind wow and that's like you know if, if anyone sees this that has a falling out with someone and then maybe they can like yeah reconcile. yeah just reconcile that shit like as long as they didn't like stab you or something and if they did maybe they had a right to or something i don't know whatever your situation is and even then like shouldn't you should you still hold on to that should you try to find which is like easier to say it's easier to say that but it's true though yeah definitely yeah forgiveness dude forgiveness so um I saw, I don't know if you know Ritz. Have you ever heard of Ritz? He the rapper? No. Ritz? No. Ritz? So, yeah, Ritz. No. You know Yellow Wolf? You yeah. Know? So, like, he has a song with Yellow He has a few songs with Yellow Wolf. True. That's higher than him. So, anyway, I saw him live in Calgary, and I'll never forget the one thing that stuck out to me during the show. Uh, he was, he said, uh, like, no matter what through his life, like, nothing, like, nothing brought him peace of mind until he forgave everybody yeah that's ever done him wrong nothing has brought him like true peace of mind forgiveness yeah yeah that is a key thing that is a key thing there's actually a meditation <clears throat> a guided meditation i do it's from mind valley okay. this guy vision he, he he narrates it and he's like picture somebody who you've had like a falling out with or like a altercation with or something picture them in front of you and then, like, you think he's going to go to a place where you're telling them or you think you think it's going to be them saying that asking you for forgiveness. But then he says for you to ask them for forgiveness. And you're like, wait a second, what? Because, like, when you're meditating, you're like, I don't want to fucking do that because <laughs> you're like picturing like this person. You're like, I'm not doing that with this person. And then he like, you know, like it goes back and forth. Like, you know, you ask for forgiveness and then you tell them that you forgive them. And I did that with so many people in that meditation and it worked so well. It just feels so good to like let go of it because like you're holding it's on hard. to it. For it's tough, dude. But like being able to do that, like it's like it's not it's I don't want to say it's not simple. But like if you if like you're in that emote if you're feeling that emotion at the time you know if you're really into that like yeah. it's hard to just be like oh, okay like yeah. forgiveness right it takes time yeah. like time is time is time is good for healing yeah yeah things take time exactly i mean yeah that's why even like i have i have not actually i did speak to kaji 
spoke to him once. I think when my dad died, he messaged me. Mm-hmm. Was this uh, after? The yeah, well, after like the whole falling out, like <laughs> my dad passed away, like within like, like now and then, mm-hmm. and uh, he messaged me just like he's like, if there's anything you need, blah blah blah. And I was like, bullshit. Yeah, I was thinking <laughs> the same thing. <laughs> but like honestly. <laughs> You really? Yeah, yeah, I already forgive him. Like, why not? Why not? Yeah, I mean, it's not that bad. Like, I'm good now. If I died, then, like, I would have just been holding on to that. I'd rather not do that. Wow. You never know what could happen, right? You never know what could happen to him. Wow, you're right, dude. So it's like, why uh, why have those feelings towards somebody? So, like, I've already, like, forgiven that. Like, we haven't had a chance to, like, see each other and, like, reconcile that at all. Uh huh. Um, because we just haven't seen each other. I don't know. I I think I have seen. I think he's seen me like running, and I think I've seen him like in the car or something. And did like, he just pretend to not see you? I don't know. <laughs> I, I, saw, I saw the car that was his car. Yeah. But like I, when I'm running, I'm just focused on running. Right? Uh-huh. So it might have been him, might not have been. But I'm sure like we'll see each other and we'll be able to reconcile that as well. I want to do that with everybody that I've had that kind do of you, thing with. Do you still, uh, so there's still anybody you can think of that like, you still kind of hold a grudge against or like you know no. you still holding some sort of like no. some sort of really no. nothing nothing like no even with my with my ex um like we hadn't talked in a while but i did forgive her uh-huh. um i i did ask her to apologize i was like apologize why I'm like, why do you need an apology like if you because forgiveness is not like you because i was still pissed off uh-huh and i don't i don't the thing that i don't like is even the reason why I brought up our reconciliation uh-huh. is I don't like if if I see you and you know that we've had like a thing like let's talk that thing out and then let's move past it but let like don't act like it didn't happen I don't I don't like the like not acting like it didn't happen I I think the healing comes from the forgiving because like for me to even like like you have to at some point forgive enough to even interact with that person right there has to be a, some kind of forgiveness that's there and then from there it's like the the closure should be brought about like with anybody right like even with you like i wouldn't just act like this that didn't happen or anything like i think that's weird i think that's weirder i feel like that's what i did though what i don't know when i saw you i kind of yeah, like first, you know like, like... yeah because we just saw each other i'm not gonna look like, <laughs> it's not like an anime, anime cartoon where we're gonna be all like weird about it and it's gonna be like shing, shing, and look at each other i don't want to do that like yeah you hug first we talk for a while and then like you talk about the reconciliation it was good and yeah i felt like it was already like when we when we hugged it out at the gym, I felt that was like the reconciliation. Yeah, in that exactly. hug and exactly because like, we both know what happened. But like you gotta you gotta talk a little bit about it. You have to have some kind of forgiveness take place, like between each other. Like I forgave you already before I saw you, but like when we see each other, something has to happen in order to establish it as well. I think if that makes sense. I don't know. <laughs> I just think it's healthy to do that. So, yeah, but with anybody else, no. There's nobody. Um, no. Cheated on twice. Cheated on twice. And, like, forgive, how, how have you. Forgive, forgive both people. Um, yeah. 
had people wrong me, forgive them. Had people treat me badly. You know what? There is one person, I think. I think that, yeah, there is one person. Do you want to, like, talk about it a bit? <laughs> well, you know what? It was a very weird situation. <clears throat> it was because of my ex, actually. It was one of her friends. The one that I know? Yeah. Okay. It was one of her friends, and, like, I was at a bus stop, and she was randomly there with a bunch of people. Okay. And she just started calling me a nigger. Like, repeatedly. Like... Yeah, it was fucking, it was the weirdest thing ever because I didn't know her fully and like she was mad (laughs) at a a level that didn't make any sense because we had never interacted. And um, yeah, she just kept calling. She's like, she saw me a nigger and said she'll burn my house down if I ever get back together with my ex. And I was like, what the fuck? It's crazy. This chick Liza. It was nuts. It was absolutely nuts. I was like, what the fuck? Was she like a Russian? I don't know. Russian chick or something? I don't know what she was. (laughs) Really? She was just friends, like, and she just went off. Uh And I was like, what the fuck? I was like, what does she think I did? I'm like, this is so weird. But even that didn't make me so mad. It just made me wonder what was told to her about me to get so mad. Because I'm like, we've never interacted for her to get this angry. So I wonder what was said, what was made up about me. So that was a that was a weird thing that happened, and that was like hard to forgive because I was like, "What the fuck is even really? going on right now?" Well, like right away, like we just kind of all got <laughs> we all got on the bus, we all got on the eighty eight, and now I'm just sitting there. I'm like, I'm like, why did this after that happen? Yeah, still we, were, fu- we were all on the bus, we were all at the bus stop, and then we all got on the bus. I'm mm-hmm. like, what the fuck. Wow, like, what that's did I incredibly do? awkward. I was trying to figure out what I did more so than like trying to figure out how to forgive this person. I was like, what the fuck? So that's something that I think of and I'm like, I'm like, that's weird. That's a, that's a weird thing. But also, I think there's another thing. Yeah, I don't know. I what? Got, what? I got, I got, I got assaulted when I was what? a kid. Yeah, yeah, I got like physically assaulted when I was a kid by this this Russian dude. Actually, a big Russian dude. He was a man. I was eight years old. Uh-huh. He was a man. And I remember me and my friend were throwing a boot back and forth, and he got in the crossfire. It hit him, so he got really <laughs> mad. He he like kicked me in my back, and he like drug me to my house. And I think my brothers kicked the shit out of him after. But still, wow. like that was a tough thing to forgive. Um, like dude he really like he hurt like he yeah, hurt weird. you yeah like, yeah it was very weird it was crazy he was just like nuts that happened when i was eight years old and like you couldn't like run away or get away from him or i did try to run that's why he hit me in my back to like get like me. he hit you like he punched you or like he kicked, no, he kicked. he kicked me in my back and then oh, like shit. and then grabbed me and then like it was weird that was that like <sighs> where was that at uh max no, that was like or? down the street. That was like eight houses away. He lived on the street at the time. Oh wow! Yeah, he doesn't live there anymore. But yeah, that was that was a very odd thing. That was wow, dude. And nothing. And like obviously, yeah, you said your brothers beat him up. I think they might have. I'm not even sure. Like after that, everything was just kind of like crazy. Uh huh. Um, and then I think he got arrested and stuff like that. But yeah. Wow. That was a. That was a thing. <laughs> So that guy, I've never really forgave. I, I don't wow. think about that too much. I don't think about it. Like, what if that guy's dead? How do you feel now? How do you, like, let's say that guy's dead right now. Then, oh, like, man. would you feel, like, 
could you let go of that? Let go of it? Yeah, I think I've let go of it. Um, that was actually part of the reason why <clears throat> growing up, I was so quick to uh, use weapons. Because after that experience, I was like, if anybody tries to do this again, I'm just going to kill them. Like, and that wow. was my mindset when I was growing up. I'm like, I'm going to kill the next person that tries to do anything to me. So that's why I usually used to have, like, knives and, like, crowbars and stuff. And I was like, I'm going to kill somebody. Dude, like, and I used <laughs> to hang around you and fucking used to fucking have weapons on you, really? Yeah, yeah, all the time. Wow. But um, if he was dead right now, I don't anymore, obviously. I didn't yeah. grow up and everything. But uh, if he was dead, <clears throat> I don't know, man. Yeah, I guess I could let go of it. My my honest first thought, if he's dead, I'd be like, good. That was my first thought if you said that. I'd be like, good. Glad. Glad he's dead. That's really? Like, yeah, yeah. Really? That was the first thought, 100%. <sighs> my first thought wouldn't be like, oh, I could let that go now. Yeah, it was weird. It's very interesting. Weird. Wow. Because mm. yeah. if, like, someone's dead, I'll be like, true, you know, whatever. Yeah. I can, but, like, yeah, somebody, I don't think I've ever... Yeah, something ha- happened to me like that. That's pretty. That's pretty nuts. Yeah, that was an intense day or night. I was actually with Brandon. What? what? Yeah, you were you were throwing yeah, the boot yeah. with him. It was me and Brandon. Yeah. Wow. Because <laughs> we were like best friends at the time. And like, were you the one who hit him with? I the- threw it. Yeah, because Brandon was like going long because we were using it like a football, right? <laughs> so he like ran back and I threw it, and he was like just like taking out his garbage, so. Then that happened. It was fucked. It's fucking wild. wild. That's it fucked. It's really wild. Really wild. <clears throat> oh shit! Thirty minutes. They change every thirty minutes. <laughs> what? 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 What just happened? It just turns off every thirty minutes. I n- I never actually have been asked that question before. About what? What was the question again? I can't when, remember. Like, is there anybody that you still they hold a okay. grudge with? But yeah, that would be the only person really. Nobody else has ever done anything to impact me enough. Yo, your enlightenment lies in the forgiveness of like, and he's the last guy. He's definitely the last guy. It's very weird though, because he doesn't even come up like when I would take like psychedelics. That experience never even comes up. So I guess I've dealt with it in a way, but I'm sure there's something there. I'm sure if I got like hypnotized or something, I'm sure there's like something that somebody could do for me. So like now that you mentioned psychedelics and like therapy have you like has that helped you like with dealing with like people that have like done like that you felt to have done you wrong or whatever like psychedelics yeah yeah i guess oh shit was that off no it just just turned off okay uh psychedelics yeah yeah they do help they help they help help or hinder uh, what do you think uh, oh man i think they help I think they help you just in life. Like after you're done doing psychedelics, you kind of feel like like everything can be dealt with and everything's okay. Like, I mean, it, it all depends on the stages, right? Like a stage five mushroom trip, like you're completely like melding with the universe and you're melding like everything's one. Um, so it's like everything's forgiveness and everything's... You really? Yeah, like you're just completely like... If there's like enlightenment, quote unquote, like you're feeling it, like there's 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 glimpses of it while you're in that stage, like when you take a hero dose, you know. So, yeah, it helps. Like a- afterwards, I guess you just feel 
you feel lighter after because you're just like you're like everything's good like you know like i don't know you like you have these weird epiphanies it all depends right like if you're focusing on a person Mm -hmm. then yeah definitely it's gonna help you get through that relationship with that person and dude actually now that i think about it the as much as i've done like mushrooms and like use it like to get over things and like the thing i think the drug that helped me the most was actually mdma yeah yeah that was a big one for me too i did it two times and like just two times two times and i banged like this older woman (laughs) on both times and it was the most therapeutic thing (laughs) dude like it just from there like i was just on a new a new vibration after that it just i could see like i could see that yeah, the first time I did it. Changed it changed my life. Yeah, first first time I did it was actually bad. <clears throat> wow, what? Was, bad? Well, what? it was bad in the sense of I did it for the first time. Uh-huh. I didn't know what to expect. Okay. I did, I did it with somebody. So okay. So picture this. You do it with somebody. Uh-huh. And then it kicks in. So you're experiencing it for the first time. And then right away the guy's like, we're, we're at his house doing it. Uh-huh. Like, And then all of a sudden he's like, it's like, it's kicking in for him too. He's like, okay, you got to go. <laughs> and I'm like, what? Cause I'm like, I don't even know like what's going to happen, how I'm going to be like, my heart rate is just like starting to kick up. I'm like, what the fuck? Uh-huh. So I had to leave this place. And it wasn't like I was doing anything weird. I was just like sitting on the couch. <clears throat> but he's like, you got to go. Cause he likes to like, probably likes to jerk off or like play video games or listen to music or some shit. Okay. Something that, uh-huh. that I had to go. And then all of a sudden I'm by myself and like now my heart rate's really kicked up and I'm like, fuck, I don't know what's happening. Like, I don't know if this is normal. I don't know what this is because I've never done it before. Okay. So I kind of just, um, I called a friend uh-huh. and they came cause they've, they've like experienced it and they just kind of like were my sitter for a little while. Uh-huh. Um, but yeah, without them, I don't know. I don't know what would have happened. I didn't know what was going on. I was tripping. It could have turned into a really bad trip if the person didn't come and like help me out. So it was bad in that sense. But once they came and uh-huh. like I told them what I was feeling and they're like, oh, all that's normal. Then it was, became very, very good. What were you feeling? Like, what were, like, what were you feeling? Like? like my heart rate just like accelerated. My palms were sweating. I was but like, you weren't feeling like amazing, like euphoric too, well, and fucking in well, love like, with everything. Well, I mean, picture this, right? Like, you're about to get to that point, and uh-huh. then because it was winter, and then all of a sudden you're out in the cold <laughs> at night. Okay, that's right. He kicked and you then, out, and you're like, "Wow, oh, wow!" So it was like, it was like, okay, like everything feels like dark and like weird, <laughs> and I'm like, and like my heart's just going. I'm like, I don't know if this is good or not. Wow. But yeah, then the sitter came. Mm-hmm. They assured me everything was fine, and then everything became amazing. And then I watched the movie 47 Ronin, which okay. is like with like Keanu Reeves, I believe. Uh-huh. And I was listening to a book called, I think it's called the book of four winds. Um, it's like a, it's like a book, like the, the art, the art of war. Okay. It's like one of those deep philosophical Japanese, like philosopher types, like a kind of book like that. Okay. And, uh, the book, like it was an audio book, the book was coinciding with the movie. Like the lessons in the book were coinciding with the movie perfectly. And I was <laughs> tripping out. I was like, what the fuck? 
Like, how what? is this happening? Uh, everything he was saying, like, was being displayed. It's in like the, movie. the fucking the Wizard of Oz, yeah. Pink Floyd, yeah, fucking. It was weird. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was great. And I was like, holy shit! I'm like, how is this happening? And I just literally laid in bed and just like watched that movie without you couldn't hear the movie or just listening. Like... I was like half and half because okay. I'm like really good at like I was like so I was like I just had one headphone in and I was just listening and uh-huh. I was like, what the and like everything they were talking about and everything they were saying in the movie and the book, it, it was just all matching. And I was like, this is crazy. And I watched that movie and then That's I incredible. went into my washroom and I was like, I was like, everything makes sense. And like wow. the light was all bright and like vivid. And I was like, this is amazing. And I was like, I'm going to do this again. And then I did it like 20 times after. Really? Yeah. Wow. 20 I a, times. I have a very addictive personality. That's why I stay away from this stuff now. Cause like, just get it's dangerous it. man mdma is like it's a good thing but like i feel like that has the potential to really mm-hmm. like really mess up your like serotonin and dopamine and like that's what i think happened i think that's what happened because like afterwards not after directly after but like i, I hit a very big bout of depression um but yeah I was, I was how doing... often did you how often were you doing it do you remember that was right around the time that i started working at rogers uh-huh. So I was like, like candy flipping or parachuting. So I would like take LSD and then I would take MDMA and then I would like go to work. No, yeah. no way, no way, yeah, no way, yeah. no way. I don't believe you. No way. No fucking way. Tell me right now a fucking story about that, about oh, the, when you just, fucking did that. I would just do it. Like microdose. Like there's no. no way you took a. What do you mean you're fucking like I, going I to work on acid and Molly? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No I would way. Take a tab. No way. I would take a tab and a bunch of. Like, no. Yeah. How are you fucking? It was weird. What? Like it was your tolerance like that much that you could like control it? Maybe 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 I didn't have much wow. dopamine turnover or serotonin to begin with, because it would just make me feel like super good. Like I would get high, but like. I wouldn't get high to the point where I couldn't function. I would function just fine. But what happened actually when it came, like I didn't just start doing this and, and going into work at Rogers. I literally, I took a tab of uh-huh. acid and I was like, my my commute was three hours because I had to go to Pickering. I was taking the bus. So I had, really? to, like, I had to take the bus. Wow. I had to take the go bus. And then I had to take another bus. Like it was like, it was a whole commute. Uh-huh. Um, so I was like, okay, I'm going to take a tab of acid. And by the time I get to work, I'm gonna be you're fine. Insane. You're fucking insane. <laughs> I'm gonna be. I'm gonna be good. It's gonna be done. Wow, you're because I, I didn't you. know how long it's supposed to last. So what ended up happening for anybody? It's it's longer than three hours. Um, it's like twelve. <laughs> so when I got to, I I would get on the bus. I got on the bus and everything. And by the time I got to work, I was uh-huh. like peaking. I was like, oh shit. I'm like, this is. And then I googled it. and I'm like, oh. I remember I asked somebody at work, I'm like, you ever done acid? And he's like, yeah, man. And he's like, <laughs> he's like, it's like 12 hours sometimes. I'm like, fuck. I'm like, so it's going to be like the whole shift of work. And I was fine. Like I was just like, cause we were like, I told you we were in school, we were doing training. We were just doing tests and stuff. So it wasn't anything like crazy. I was interacting with people who were my age anyway. And like, and like, you're never like, yo, are these guys going to notice that? Like, I'm fucking... I, saw, I saw a girl uh-huh. and I was like, she'll understand. When I saw her, I was like, I can be around this person. So I sat next to her. I remember, <laughs> remember telling her, she's like, ha, she's like, you tripping out. I'm like, yeah. She's like, she's like, well, she's like, don't worry. I'm here. And like, she's just like chilled. She just kind of like, you know, got me through it. 
Wow. <laughs> but I was fine. She's like, you seem fine. I'm like, yeah. She's like, good. Like, what were you going through? Like, what were you experiencing at that time when you were tripping at work? No, nothing crazy. What? Like, fucking nothing? Really? <laughs> nothing nothing crazy. Like, I like was, pattern I was, something? Was, fucking. No, no. That's the thing. I don't, like, I only just, I don't, I don't get major, like, pattern hallucinations and really? stuff when I do stuff. I really? No, 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 no. Maybe closed eye stuff, but, uh-huh. like, never eyes open. Like, maybe some things will be more vivid. But other than that. Wow. And you know what I would do? What? Because after that day, I did it. I was vegan at this time, too. So uh-huh. I was, like, all, like, spiritual. I started, I was listening to Steve Jobs and his commencement speech mm-hmm. and, like, snippets of it. Uh-huh. And I kept listening to him talk about, like, following your heart and, like, one day you're going to die. So you got to do the thing that makes the most sense. And uh-huh. I think because I was taking that so much, I, like, understood it on a deep level. I took it in on a deeper level because I really started getting really... I really started diving deep into like what I wanted to do with myself. And I would do it like every day on the way to work. I'd be on acid. I'd listen to Steve jobs and I would get off the bus and there was like a ravine, like a river. And I would sit by the river and I would just like watch it for like 30 minutes. Like I'd make sure to go super early and I'd just sit at the river and watch it and listen to him talk about that. And like, think about like what I actually want to do. And like, if this is like, the road I want to take and like how am I going to get out of this like survival job mentality that I have and I would just sit there and think about it and think about it and think about it and then I'd go to work and then I'd kill it because I was like just doing tests it was fine like nobody really knew and I'd literally go to work sit under a tree and like eat this big vegan salad and like that was it everybody just thought like he's just a vegan he's a vegan guy who like smokes weed nobody thought like I was on acid obviously (laughs) And it's not that crazy because now you hear Silicon Valley people do that shit all the fucking time now, right? Really? On us? That's like funny. Microdose and shit. I've met a guy on the trip. Uh, he was like in the Canadian Army or something. But yeah, on the birthright trip, he was telling me about microdosing acid. And yeah. like, but still, he seemed like a little bit like off. Yeah. He seemed off. Like acid. Like I feel like you can do... I feel like with mushrooms, you can do, you can do, you can just like, maybe actually, no, I was going to say you can just do mushrooms. It won't really fuck you up. Like acid, it's like a chemical, like a synthetic (laughs) mushrooms is like a natural, but like, I guess too much of anything. Yeah. Too much of anything. I mean, what I learned from that is like, I got to like follow my heart and, um, just as it was actually a very weird experience because I did all that. And just as I was finished doing it. Um, my dad got cancer. Like just as I was like get finishing the training and starting to work on the actual floor, like and actually got the job, my dad got cancer, and uh, it just threw me into this like crazy depression because wow. like I had never got to reconcile with him, um, of why he was gone for so long and shit, and like I was like he's gonna die, and I was like I was really fucked up. So that was the reason that I actually left that job. Cause I was like, I don't want to go to work or anything. I'm like, I don't want to do this. Like my dad's like dying. I was like, this is, this is all too much for me right now. And it was like a really fucked up time in my life. Wow. Yeah. It's weird. It's a really weird time, man. I actually, actually really odd time. And that was like a, that was, yeah, I went through that. Dude, that sounds like that was like, I think like it's called like the dark night of the soul or something like that. Everybody yeah. goes through that fucking. They do talk about that. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, that might have been it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that might have been it. And I remember I was like, fuck, if this guy dies, 
and then I went to go see him because like he was like nearby, like the hospital. Uh-huh. And yeah, it was the first time I ever saw my parents in the same room. I was like, wow, look at that. These guys are in the same room. I'd never seen them in the same room before. Wow. <laughs> and, was that um, therapeutic for you just to see them together? Yeah, like, it was. It was weird. It was definitely weird. It's, it's weird. It's something, Strange. Something you've never seen before, right? You're just like, that's, that's really you never like. You not know? that I can remember. No. Wow. Because they like divorced or like stopped being together by the time I was like two or three or maybe even yeah, maybe around two. So I never saw them together like that. And then like I saw him, and then like it was just a real like mortality check, like. Cause like I look like him, right? So it's like this older version of me, like in wow, the hospital really? bed, you know. So it's like fuck. I'm like man, and I was just listening to Steve Jobs talk about like you know like if you, he always would say the quote of <clears throat> if today were the last day of your life, you know, would you want to be doing what you're about to do today? Yeah, right. And like for me, it was no at that time. Wow. So I was like fuck. I'm like, what do I do? And I just went into this deep depression. I wanted to do more uh-huh. acid and stuff uh-huh. only as like an escape. Like I wasn't using it therapeutically anymore. I just wanted to escape and shit. So it got, got really bad, got really dark. I couldn't, I couldn't, I couldn't support myself. I couldn't wow. support myself at all. Couldn't do anything, man. It was really bad. It was a really, really bad time. Dark night of the soul. Yeah. Perhaps, perhaps. I, I Yeah. I think that that might've been it. That was a dark time. Like it was, it was a light time, but it was also a very dark time because it was like, a light time because of like the drugs. Because well, I was, yeah, I was doing that, and like everything was very light, and then all of a sudden it was like, she's like, my dad's like gonna die. Wow. And I was like, what yeah. the fuck. And I'd never been confronted with that, right? Like both my parents were around, and I've never met any of my grandparents, so like I have no death that I've dealt with in family before. So I was like, holy fuck. And then to have the first death you deal with be your dad. And I was like, fuck, this is crazy. We're all going to die, man. Yeah, exactly. And that, that put that all into check. And after that, I don't even know what I did. I don't even know what I did at that point. But yeah, things got really, really dark. I probably went to see Johnson. That's usually what I would do if I was feeling dark and down. I'd see Johnson. Yo, but what do you, what do you think death is? What do you think, what do you think happens? What's I don't know, man. I don't know. Man, you, I, I was talking to an energy healer when I was producing that other podcast. Because um, <clears throat> after my dad died, uh, my siblings and I had to pay for his funeral. Um, and I didn't even have any money. I think my sister had to like just like uh, pay for it. Because uh-huh. we couldn't find any will or anything. And like the government just, just doesn't give a fuck. They're like, somebody's paying for something. I'm like, Wow. Yeah. <laughs> what? Yeah. So wow. she had to pay out of her pocket. Um and I remember I was like, I was like, you haven't done anything for me. I remember I was talking to him, uh-huh. like, talking to him. Wait, talking to who? Like my dad. Cause after he died, cause like read like a couple years, I want to say a couple years later, he actually did pass away. At first he was a sick, they removed some tumors, but they came back. He didn't tell me. Um, so I didn't know how sick he was. Uh-huh. And then like my sister just like phoned me one day and she was like, dad died. And I was like, fuck. Wow. I remember I was out, I was out to dinner with my girlfriend too. I was like, holy fuck. It was just as I was like getting things on track. So again, it was like a very light time, and then all of a sudden, it's like shit. He's actually dead this time. And um, wow. yeah, I forgot what I was saying. <laughs> but yeah, it was a, it was a very dark time. That's all I can think of. Oh, what is death? We're talking about death. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I actually asked him. I actually asked him. I'm like, yo, you haven't done anything for me. I'm like, I need your help. 
Like, I need help to figure this shit out. I'm like, fucking need help, man. Like, fuck, help me. Stop fucking. While he was still alive? No, no, he's oh, dead. Oh, he was dead and you yeah, were just I'm like, like fucking okay. help me. Like, do something wow. for me. Wow. <laughs> I was like, the fuck? And um, from there, I got into video. Like, I, from there, I had, like, a mushroom experience with Johnson. And uh-huh. uh, I realized that I had to do video. Something just told me, like, like pursue video. And then I just started that. And <clears throat> years later, when I'm producing this podcast that I'm talking about, because after I learned to do all this shit, me and my buddy are, my buddy's about to interview this energy healer. She's like, there's an entity that's, like, beside you that's making sure everything works out when you record. And I was like, oh, shit. I was like, oh, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> because, like I told you, all this shit happened, like, 2018 all this stuff that started clicking, like I wanted to move out. I didn't have the means for it, but like all of a sudden, like somebody did. And like all of a sudden that came to be like everything that I wanted all of a sudden, like became physical. It was fucking weird. And then all of a sudden the energy healer said that she's like, something's beside you. Like when you record, making sure everything works out. And I was like, what the fuck? (laughs) So that was like a fucking huge trip for me. Because right away I thought of him. I was like, for sure. I'm like, well, like I asked for help and like now there's like something helping me. I'm like, I don't know what it is. So to the question, what is death? I don't know. Maybe you like just, maybe you transfer and maybe you're still around. Because I felt like he's still around. Like, I feel like that. Because I think most, all of his kids were in a position where we still needed him. Uh Except for maybe my oldest sister. She's pretty good head on her shoulders but like for the rest of us it seemed like we still needed him around he was like my brother's best friend my sister really loved him i needed him around so i think i feel like i don't know maybe you have the option to stay around maybe you transition into some someone else something else but i think i think there is an energy in us and i think that energy doesn't just fade away I no think, it can't no yeah I that's think. it's the constant thing. yeah right i think it like just goes elsewhere and does something else so i don't like the physical dies off because like it's like what's death it's like your physical body stops working right but like we don't actually know what happens to the energy we're not our physical bodies either you know exactly so i think i I don't think it stops at death honestly i think we go on in some way yeah death the unknown (laughs) the unknown thing like I feel like people look at death as like a negative, you know what I mean? But like, what if death is actually like the shit? A pro- <laughs> <laughs> Can you fucking Im- like, dude, dude, the, like the shit, like better than life. <laughs> and we're like, here, fuck, man, that guy died. Like, you know, dude, he's fucking, he's the shit. He's in the shit. Like, he's in the shit now. You yeah, guys fucking, this is like, this is shit. Yeah. And that's the shit. Yeah. yeah, yeah and we don't, yeah. because we don't even know. Yeah, like, what yeah. if, because like, dude, death is like, we look at it like this dark, like, yo, it's so sad life. <laughs> but like, yo, what if yeah. that's like the place to be? Yeah. What if it's like life part two? It's like just higher. Like, what if you actually just go to a higher realm? Like, what if you're just like in the fourth dimension now? Or fifth. And you're like just existing there. And like, you know, dude, if you look at life, it, it it gets better. If you look back, like 
Yeah. I can tell you, I'm just looking around. You're li- like, you, yeah. life is better. Like, gets greater later. You know what I mean? True. So, it gets greater, it gets later. greater later, dude. <laughs> so, dude, when, it's just like, it just keeps getting better and better. And maybe that's like, maybe we're on this ride and it's just like, we're on this fucking awesome ride and it just gets better and better. And that's, it's like, could be. Cause how like, dude, life is a beautiful thing. And like how, and like death is like a necessary, it, there's a reason for everything. Yeah, of course. And there's a reason that we die and we look at it like this, like sad thing, but there's a reason for it. Everything in, it's a natural thing and everything in nature has its place. Definitely. Yeah. That's the thing, right? Like everything in nature has its place. Like a tree dies and then all of a sudden, like, if you, if you could actually track that tree and like watch it for like decades after it grows into like part of the forest it like sprouts out new things bushes and trees and this and that and mushrooms and all this shit so it's like it was necessary for it to happen and then when you look at the whole forest it's like how many things had to die in order for that forest to grow and it's like who knows right i don't know i don't know but yeah it could be could be it could be a great thing it could <laughs> right? be like the next birth like this, like our first birth, you come in like screaming and then like maybe this is like the second one. Like you just go like that and then all of a sudden it's like, all of a sudden you have like a spiritual birth. I don't like the idea of reincarnation. I don't want to come back here. <laughs> Fuck that. I don't want to come back. It's like, you know, we had this. You don't want to come back no, here? No, no. You don't want to. You want to come back? I'm good. Like, I'm good. I'm good. After this, like, I'm good. Whatever. I did my thing here. I want to see what else. There is, there's, there's, and there's for sure. Like this is just everything is sub, everything is just has like another level to it. Like when you look at a picture, like in the newspaper, or whatever, you see it from one view, and it, it looks a certain way. But if you zoom up, you see like yeah. the smaller, the finer, like the blots of ink that make up the larger picture, yeah. and it's all just like perspective. And like, I want to change my perspective and see the fucking that the bigger, the thing. bigger thing. Yeah, right? Oh, it's so... It, even as you're saying that, though, even uh-huh. as you're saying that, like, thinking of dying, I'm like, no. No. Really? That's a part of you? That's your ego, at maybe? That's, like, holding like, on, like, to like, survive. It wants to survive, you know? Yeah, because it's like, what does happen? Like, you take the last breath, and then, like, close your eyes, and it's like, oh, fuck. It's the last time. Holy shit. Can you imagine? They say Steve Jobs' last words were, oh, wow. Oh, wow. Oh, wow. <laughs> Yeah, that's what they say. They say those no last way. Words. Yeah, like that's kind of creepy. Like as he was that's like, weird. as he was like leaving this plane, he was like, "Oh wow, <laughs> oh wow." Like maybe he was like fucking seeing some shit, like experiencing it. <sighs> Who knows, dude? That's an exciting. It's kind of exciting. It's sc- It's like you, nobody really thinks about. It. Nobody wants to think about death. We th- yeah. Like, we feel like we're just gonna live forever. Yeah, because because like even as you were saying it, I'm like thinking about like yo one time one day this guy's gonna be dead, like in like uh, we're, like we're gonna be like what eighty, maybe more, maybe less, and then all of a sudden it's like you just like you're shutting down and then it's like, and oh, not shit. even dude and you know what the craziest thing is dude, like dude we both know people that died that passed away like yeah dude you never know when you you're fucking when your time's up you know what i mean any fucking day like you can just fucking yeah. So, like yeah isn't that insane 
And like we really don't think it'll happen to us, but like no, you really like can't we plan. Fucking... Like we're planning. Like so, is there a point plan? to plan, dude? Like what's of course, the point? right? Because like what if what if the thing doesn't happen? You gotta plan something. I don't. You gotta know what you're gonna do next. They almost see. Because <sighs> then you have to live, right? Because you like, you don't want to like if you just stop planning, uh-huh. like you're not gonna live. But like as you set goals and instill purpose in yourself you're gonna like live a very full life you're gonna like go after things that bring you fulfillment hopefully you're gonna go after things that bring you fulfillment uh-huh. bring you joy bring other people joy uh-huh. if possible and if you stop planning and stop having a sense of purpose then all that stops and then it's like you're not even living at that point now you're just like existing you know? i feel like you know man like i feel like that <laughs> I feel like that's kind of where I am right now and where I've been just like kind of like existing and like but it feel it's a weird place to be in because like before I had like the dr- this drive like to do music and like yeah. but then when it became just like I just didn't know what to do like there I don't know and may and like maybe that was just something I never really was like that was just like something I enjoyed but maybe looking back now maybe i did it for the wrong reasons like i don't know i like to make music and i still i do it but like even i like to work out more now like that's something i enjoy even more being yeah. staying active and 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 now that i think about it like making people laugh is something that brings me more pleasure than than making music like, and you've been more successful at it <laughs> Think about it. Like, I think about that all the time wow. when it comes to making people laugh. I'm like, I can do that all day. <laughs> I could leave right now and find, a, like, a group of people and make one of them laugh easy. I even do that when I meet people. I'm like, I'm going to make this guy laugh. I'm going to do something that's going to make this guy laugh easy. Like, and I always do it. Like, there's never a time where it really? doesn't happen. I've never been around somebody and, like, not been able to make them laugh once. I think my girlfriend's dad, I couldn't make him laugh. Really? Last time I was around him. He doesn't have a sense of humor, then, I guess, that guy? No, I, he's like he's like my brother. My oldest brother's like that, too. Chris? No, I have an older one, Jason. Uh-huh. It's, it's hard to make him laugh. That He's, like, yeah, he's, like, the hardest person to make laugh that I've encountered in my life. Like, has he never laughed? Like, have you never seen no, him fucking laugh? No, he does. He's funny. He'll laugh at, like, his own shit, but, like, it's hard for me to make him laugh. <laughs> <laughs> but no, I actually I've have I've had if I do like something dumb, he'll laugh at me. He's like, "What are you doing, you moron?" That kind of thing. But like, it's hard to like make him laugh out loud. <laughs> but yeah, right. Like m- making people laugh is like a great thing. That is, man. Just like being able to. I think br- you should do it. I think. Where do you start? You know. I think, I think this is what you do. Okay. Because I always have vision. Like that's. I've learned that's actually my talent is intuition and vision. Uh-huh. And uh, anytime I get focused on something, I can like see where it's supposed to go. Okay. What you should do is, do you have a phone? Not at the moment. <laughs> Everybody's supposed to say yes when you ask if they have a phone. Everybody. <laughs> I have an iPod. I have an iPod touch with Wi-Fi access. True. Okay. Can it record? Uh, yeah. It can record. What you do is, and you're going to move to Calgary? Yes. Okay. And there's people in Calgary, right? Yes. Okay. There's comedians there, right? I'm um, sure, yeah. For, I'm sure. All right. And you want to make people laugh? Uh-huh. Yes, I do. 
you start a podcast, right? And you sit down with comedians and you talk to them about how to become a comedian. And also talk about, and anybody wow. that you can get in front of and talk to people about life. Because <sighs> through doing this with you, I can see that you have a good perspective on life because you've lived a lot. That's like the thing that I had the most of. It was like, I wasn't super good at like anything, but like I had lived so much. And uh -huh. I was like, how do I even put that into anything? Uh -huh. um, and a good thing to put it into is comedy. So I w if I were you, That's I'd a great try, idea. Yeah, I'd try to talk to people who are like big on like philosophy or just life in general and sit down and have conversations with them because you're actually good at this. Like you're actually much better than I thought you'd be. I thought this would be retarded. <laughs> I, really did. I thought this was gonna be. <laughs> I thought this was gonna be nuts, but you've actually like. You've actually pulled so much out of me that like not many people can. So you have something there where you're able to do that. Obviously, you know me, but like, if you can do it with anybody, you can do it with more than one person. Um. You should do that. People who are about philosophy, life, people who are about comedy, because those are the people who you gel with the most. Anybody who's like very philosophical or lived a long, interesting life, you get very um, you get very intrigued and you get very like you focus in when somebody's talking to you. And if somebody's talking to you about a very interesting story, you're going to focus in uh -huh. and you're going to ask really cool questions. Uh -huh. And then same thing with comedy and you love to laugh. So talking with comedians would just be great. Talk with comedians, talk with people about philosophy, like anybody or like psychology. And I think if you do that, that will change your whole life. And you should do that. Definitely. Oh, they do I'm like 100% on this. If you have a phone that records, cause that's all you need. Really? It's like, I feel like I need this. Like, no, you know, I can't, and that's, you'll be, you'll be like me with the GoPro knockoff. Like I started, I, when I started vlogging, I like, I literally used to watch vice documentaries uh -huh. and I'd look at the credits and I'd be like, yo, I need 30 people on staff before I can even make anything. Uh -huh. And it's just not true. That's not like the starting <laughs> point. Yeah, exactly. That's not the starting point. Like you can get to that, but like even the shoot, I'm even thinking of shooting a documentary out of the podcast that I make mm -hmm. and I don't fucking need anybody to do it. I have the interviews. I The only people I need are the people I sit down and talk with. But, like, yeah. I'm going to edit this shit. I'm going to sit down and do my own fucking talking head video where I talk about <laughs> some shit. I'm going to piece it together, and I'm going to make a documentary. It's simple. You don't need 30 people to do it. You just need you just need a topic, and you need to drive to accomplish it. But I think if you do that, sit your phone down in between two people, between you and somebody else, put, put it on record. You'll get both voices very clear, clearer than you think you would. And, uh, yeah, and that'll be your podcast. Literally, get an iPhone if you can, if you have a choice, right? I don't know if I'm down to drop, like, six bills. You know me. I'm not, like, uh, like... I just said it'll change your life. <laughs> like, yeah, why actually. can't I just get, like, a song, like, a $200 Samsung? Why do I need... Why are you trying to push the just... Apple brand on me, you know? <laughs> like, what is this? You with your fucking iPhone... I just feel like it's a better phone. Say really? some stuff. Say, hey, what what's going on? Talk. Hey, what's going on? Are you recording it? Yeah, on yeah. The thing? Hey, what's going on? Okay, let's see how that recorded. Okay, but what iPhone? Uh, is this the latest iPhone right here? Yeah, that you have? it doesn't matter. They're all 
Of course it matters. Of course it matters. Of course it matters. No, but they have different. I'm sure they have different microphone, different fucking. I don't. I don't remember what was wrong with my iPhone five, but I'll give it to you. No way. Yeah, I'll give it to you. Done. That's a podcast. Really? That's good enough. Wow, that's clear. Right. That's clear. If wow. You put this in between you and somebody else. You're fucking done with it. You press stop. Shut up. <laughs> you go there. You go, yeah, you're done. You go to share. Look at that. And then you can just share it wherever. Look, I have Anchor. Anchor is a podcasting app. Uh-huh. You press on there. I've never even done this before. <laughs> I'm going to turn on my internet. I turned it off. I was on airplane mode. Retry, retry, retry. There you go. It's going to do it. Now it's uploading. This is for anybody else, too. You understand how fucking easy this is? We just recorded something. You put it on. You press share. You go to your fucking Anchor app. Anchor gets you pre-approved for eight different platforms. So you'll be on iTunes. You'll be on Spotify. You'll be on this thing. For free? Yeah. yeah, What? Really? Like, I'm not paying for this. You sick? Add, (laughs) Add episode... Add recording to episode. Okay, add recording. Um, I just pressed it. I've never used this app before. I just had it because I know it's a good idea to have. So now it's on the library. Um, yeah, I think I think that's it. I've, I actually, it's, now it's in the library. That's it, man. Done. Even still, even better, you don't even have to go to that thing. You just go to record. Wants access to your microphone. So let's just talk about this now. Say stuff. Uh, all right, man. All right, man. All right, man. Yeah, that's your podcast voice. <laughs> Stop. Save. You even asked me to add background music just now. What's this segment called? Phil. Return. Add recording to episode. I don't even know what that means. Now there's another episode up. Done. And that's it. People that's can it. fucking see your podcast, yeah. huh? You don't have to do anything. Just call it Phil's Podcast. Done. That's it. And just talk to people about comedy and philosophy and like Dude. life. Life. Because that's the thing that you want to know about the most. Right now, you just said you're at a point where you're just existing and you yeah. want to know how to get past that point yeah. of just existing and actually living a fulfilling life where you're actually doing things and happy. Done. Talk to people about that. Who can you get in front of? You're already working with like kids and shit, right? Yeah. So you can easily get access to like the education system. You can easily no, get access. No, yeah, no. man. What are you but talking about? Of course you can. What do you mean? I why would I would need access for the education? Like, what are you talking? Because about? Because you can go talk to somebody who's like works at a high school who's in the philosophy departments or fucking. Oh, like not just comedians, like yeah, just yeah. fucking talk people to, in talk general. To a fucking teacher who fucking teaches philosophy, and be and just talk to him about life. And be like, uh, yo, I'm you trying- think they'd be down? Like, yeah, why course. the fuck? Like, people are busy, dude. Like, I've never read the 48 Laws of Power. I've skimmed through it. Everybody likes to be a master. Everybody. Everybody likes to be an authority. Really? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I can you go, see if you that. go to anybody and you're like, hey, man, you're like the best person I've ever seen doing this. <laughs> I was just wondering if I could ask you a few questions <laughs> for my podcast. Of course. Of course. Like, what? Yeah. <laughs> I've been thinking about doing this for months. <laughs> How do you think I get my guests? I go on. Oh, and then and that's another thing. You get an app called Shaper. Okay. All right. It's an app. Where the fuck is it? 
You go and get Shaper. Shaper is like Tinder for like business people. <laughs> it is. What? So look, you see my profile, right? Okay. It says podcast producer, host of process. Okay. As my picture. Every 24 hours, it gives me a bunch of matches. I swipe on all of them. Okay. Swipe, 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 swipe. Okay. My profile, if you read my profile, it says, says, please read. My podcast is about people who take their passion and in life and made it work for them with the right mindset and habits. They achieve their vision of success. Want to be on it? Do not swipe if you don't want to be on. Please. Thank you. Done. Every single person who swipes on me is a potential guest because they're like, right away, they're like, what's the process and like, how do I be on? So Whoa, I do, I do, that's I do, sick. So I'll do Zooms, like I'll do Zoom calls with people because a lot of people are like in the States and stuff. Uh-huh. Do a Zoom call with somebody. If they're in Toronto, I'll try and get them over here. If they're in Markham, they're definitely coming here. <laughs> and that's it. And I just keep interviewing people over and over again, over and over again. And I know for me, I want to talk to behavioral scientists. I want to talk to habit experts. Uh-huh. I want to talk to life coaches. I want to talk to success coaches. I mean, uh, yeah, mindset coaches. I want to talk to psychotherapists. I know that those are the people I want. I want to talk to people like you who are like just like interested in life. I want to talk to people who are interested in philosophy. And now I'm just going to talk to all those people. That's how you do it. That That's the process. <laughs> you see that? <laughs> that's the process. That's it. Done. Done. That's all you have to do. I think, I think if you actually... I, I hate that. I'm an introvert. I hate the idea of that. <laughs> I'm an introvert and I'm like, man, I don't want to go out and fucking talk yeah, to people. You should, you should. I hate that idea. Do it. Like, I like. Do it. There's, there, there's nothing bad that will come of you talking to people. Only good will come of you talking to people. And it's so hard to rationale, ration out what you're supposed to do with your life when you're only using the person who doesn't know what to do with their life as your soundboard, which is yourself. It's so hard. I've done it for so long because uh-huh. I like constantly talk to myself. Like uh-huh. as soon as you like leave, I'm going to start talking to myself because I just uh-huh. do that. Really? Yeah. Really? I talk to myself all the time. Really? Yeah. Really? All day? All day. Like what's really? Just, Dude, just, you don't, your mind doesn't just like. I just have conversations with myself. Like back and forth? Like, yeah. Yeah. It's very, it's weird. Wow. Maybe I'm crazy. No, no. Well, Maybe I'm a genius. We're all crazy. Maybe I'm a genius. We're all crazy. But it's it's actually helped me tremendously. That's why like I have such a good vocabulary. That's why I can speak so well because I'm constantly speaking. Like I do it all the time. Wow. Yeah. I'm like the opposite. I'm just fucking my mind. <laughs> just fucking. I'm just going. Duh, 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 duh. Just let like, it, remember, let dude. Let what was it? The hold on. How did do do what was that that, that <laughs> thing you oh Phil do 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 I said that's like what's going on in your mind or yeah, something yeah yeah and it still does to this day <laughs> Man, <laughs> do that because that will help you grow in terms of speaking because mm-hmm. you're gonna become a better speaker you're already meet you you fucking work with kids you have to go and see people all the time I do you yeah I do so I do who cares I do. but I love kids I love being around kids really yeah dude and I love fucking just like teaching them and like oh, it's the best it's so rewarding for me just I feel like not only do I like teach them skating, but I give them a piece of me. Like they get like a piece of fill for the rest of their life. And I know that I know they do because like, I remember people from like the the recreation center, like even when I was a kid, you know? So like, I know 
that I'm having like an impact on these kids in one way or another. And like, hopefully like they get a piece of fill that like, sure. that is true. Cause they, they do remember forever. Like I had a big, I was in the big brother program. Like I had a big brother uh -huh. when I was growing up and like, you remember him? Of course. He was like the most impact in my life. Like crazy. That's why I want to be one. Like definitely. Really? Yeah, definitely. Definitely. Even when I have kids and shit, I'm going to still try and be a big brother. Have to be. And actually it's funny you mentioned that like right now, like my friend who I work with Dylan, he's blind and, uh, it's amazing because I feel like I'm his big brother, dude. And like, uh, <laughs> yeah, dude. And like, literally, we just like go to my house and like I blaze and we make beats and like. Oh, I, true. Yeah, I just feel like his older brother and his family is just so cool. And like, true. it's just amazing. It's just such, and again, it's so rewarding just to like have a positive impact. And like, he loves me and like, I know I've changed his life. Like. Yeah, for and sure. he's changed my like. I can't even tell you. He's changed my perspective on things. And that's why I say to go and talk to people because like somebody else will you know, help mold another part of your life and another part. And you know what I mean? Like eventually you'll meet somebody that's older, and then all of a sudden you're gonna be Dylan, and they're gonna be the Phil, and they're gonna all of a sudden change wow. your life in like a deep way. And, and it's a there's there's so much to be gained from doing podcasts. People don't even realize it. Like there's just so much like everybody. Cause I think what's the purpose of doing a pod? Like what's the point of it. a podcast? That's the thing. Like you don't have to do it with a point. Like all, all you, all I, all I've seen from this conversation is that you feel like you're existing. So that means that you need more fulfillment. More purpose, more of a need, purpose. Yeah. You need more purpose. A podcast will help you find it. It won't bring it, but it'll help you find it because you'll be talking to people all the time. Like it's, it's so important to talk to people have engaging conversations and like really like get into them, you know, like how often do you do that? Like as an introverted person, you're not going to do that a lot. Huh. And it's like, it's the thing that like, it just, I don't know, man, you're just adding to the salad of life. Every time you fucking talk to somebody, they add their little piece. They say, yeah, yeah. you're right, dude. Yeah. You're right. But I feel like you can't just like, I feel you have to have like some, maybe like a connection or like, I can't just like talk to like anybody even yeah. like, like a, you can, of course, like a four. Uh, really? Yeah. Yeah. But, why not? Cause like, I don't know. I'm not the type of person that likes to pre like prepare. I like to just like go with, go with the flow. So you know what that's I mean? How you'll do it. But like some people, I don't know, maybe some people like I won't like vibe like you don't vibe with everyone. Like so what? just like, I don't know <sighs> anytime when it comes to like interviewing somebody or uh -huh. sitting down and talking with somebody, you just have to be inquisitive about what they do. So, like, it's not even about jiving because, like, eventually you're going to find the thing that you want to extract from them that you want to know about. Right. So if it's like I'm talking like if you talk to a comedian, what would you ask him about? Um, like, I guess what are some tips you could give for like a comedian starting out that wants to like just from rock bottom, like. Yeah. Get his foot in the door or whatever. What or, else? Uh, I don't know. Just like advice. <laughs> I don't know. But like at the same time, like and at then, the same time, at the same time, like I feel like that's like kind of like, I don't know. I just want would rather than that. Actually, now that I think about that, rather than that, I would just want to talk to them like a person. There Instead of being like, yo, let me pick your brain. Let me fucking, there you go. cause I'm not, I'm not, I, I'd, I'm just like a genuine, I just would rather, 
Yeah, you're, do you do talk what you're to him, like, hey, what's up? Like, like what we're doing now, because that's how your f- thing would flow if you if you like sat down and talked to somebody and just do that, done. But see, but then I have to establish like that vibe or like, you know, I I mean, like, I mean, you could if you really want to, like, you don't have to have a relationship with somebody. Just like fucking fucking go to Calgary, go to a comedy club after the guys are done performing. They walk to the bar. It's fucking how they do it in every single comedy club in the world. He's going to be on stage. Uh He's going to walk to the bar. You fucking go up to him and say, yo, man, can I talk to you? And that's it. Comedians are dicks, dude. Honestly, I feel <laughs> like I've tried. I've came up to a few of them, and like you've gone di- up to them with a purpose. You got to go up to them wow, with a purpose. Wow, you're right. Right, you're right. Like, imagine if someone came in here right now and they were just like, "Hey," I'd be like, "Get the fuck out of here! What are you doing?" <laughs> but imagine somebody came down here and they're like, "Hey, guys, I heard what you were talking about, and I have a valuable piece of information for you guys." I'd be like, "Oh, okay." Right, like uh-huh. you have to have a purpose while you're talking to somebody. And and also like I just asked you what you'd ask a comedian and you're like uh, I don't know like tip like advice and then I asked you again and then I asked you again you're like actually if you ask yourself that question a hundred more times you're gonna have such a well crafted thing that you're gonna want to talk to them about because that that was just the first three times that somebody's asked you think about like after you think about this with yourself like eventually you're gonna be like okay I know exactly what I want to know from a comedian. And then eventually you're going to go on stage and then you're going to be like, okay, now I really know what I want to fucking know about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Cause I made a bunch of people laugh, but then they didn't laugh. And then somebody heckled me and I, I want to know how to not have that. Like you're going to, you're going to build, you know, like even what I'm doing right now, like this is not fucking, I've done like, I've done like 60 interviews and I've overseen like 40. So I've like, like I've been a part of like a hundred different interviews. So it's easy for me to talk to you like this. Like it's just, it's not just cause I know you. It's like, I can do this with anybody now. Really? Yeah. Really? Anyone? It doesn't I do matter. I it all the time. I got yeah. some fucking guy fucking on the fifth fucking coming. I don't even know. His name's Eric. Never even met him before. <laughs> I'm going to do a Zoom. Is, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, to uh, talk to another guy. He's like a master coach. His name's Jens. A master coach? What is a master coach? He's like a life coach. Okay. He like does like corporate coaching and like uh, training for people. Okay. And he's probably going to come here late January. I don't know who this guy is. He's going to sit down. We're going to talk. I have no idea who he is. Like, I've never met him before. We're going to shake hands for the first time, and I'm going to just be like, I'm going to talk to him for 10 minutes on the couch, and then I'm going to bring him over here, and we're going to fucking talk for two hours. It's just two hours. Think about your whole life. Like, you can talk to somebody for an hour. You can bang it out. Just if, like, I feel there has to be, like, again, like like something that you – like you can't just talk to anybody like i don't know can you just fucking on the spot just talk to any random person no you you want to know hours yeah i could well like not just any random like you you have to think about what you want to know you can't just go and talk no can you just walk up to somebody and be like trees (laughs) broadcast weather can you know you can't just say (laughs) words for two hours but can you walk up to somebody and be like like for you like if i was in your position Uh could you just walk up to somebody and be like Okay, um, I don't feel fulfilled. What makes you feel fulfilled? It's simple. They're going to talk to you about some shit, and then you're going to say some shit back, and that's how that works. I think you should do it. I think I think uh, it would do nothing but good for you. I think it would get you in front of a lot of people, um, and, and, and it's better to live outside your comfort zone than to just, like, 
you know like live outside your comfort zone it's it's so much better outside your comfort zone to just be uncomfortable if you could just every week be very uncomfortable having a conversation with somebody like within five weeks you wouldn't even imagine how much you change like right away everything would change the way you interact with people would change everything I interact with people so different now. now really? Like, like I do a pod- yeah, like right away. Could you just go up to anybody in the street and just start talking to them? Now? Yeah. Really? Yeah. Yeah. If I had, yeah, of course. Anybody. Like if we just went right now, fucking down to, to fucking <laughs> Max Pop, be like, yo, call her. Talk to that. Talk to her. Yeah. Talk to that guy. Yeah. Say, don't go say something. Yeah, of course. <laughs> <laughs> Why? Why couldn't you? I wouldn't like. That's weird. Bro, that's gotta, weird. You gotta, you gotta it break, takes. You gotta break I, out of the matrix. I'm a bro. Taurus, dude. I'm a very slow and meticulous. Like I take my time. It doesn't matter. You gotta. I take my time. The matrix is. Uh, you gotta break out of it. To break out of the matrix, you know. And it's funny because, like, when you say that, like, I do that all the time. Like, if there's like, if I'm at like a restaurant or anything, like, I'll talk to like the the waiter or something like. Really? That. Yeah, just out of nowhere. I don't want to talk and, to people. And then you'll see, like, they'll be like, they kind of like get like glitched out. It's kind of like, wait, what? Uh, oh, huh? What? I remember, like, I was talking, like, I saw this, I saw this waiter, and he's like wearing bracelets, mm-hmm. and I'm like, oh, you got bracelets on, so you'll understand this. And I asked him a question. He was just like. He's like, wait a second. <laughs> it was like he woke up for a second. He was like in that whole like, <laughs> it was like he was in robot mode, just working his job. And all of a sudden, asked, somebody asked him something like a, a person. And all of a sudden, he was just like, oh yeah, I'm a person. Hey, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then all of a sudden, he started talking to us. Like, you can do that with anybody. So you're saying you treat them? Do you look at them differently? Do you see people differently now? Like, do you see like? Yeah. Because I don't know. Like when you walk down the street, it's almost like in the matrix. Like they're just some this like fucking like three D thing walking by you. Like you're just you're not a fucking human like me. You know what I mean? You yeah. Feel? Right. But like it's weird. And then and then uh, but like think of that same person and then know that like they've suffered loss. They've definitely like encountered bad things. They've had bad things happen to them more than likely. They've had like they've had to deal with things that maybe you couldn't even imagine. Wow. Like everybody has like everybody has like a tremendous amount to offer. Like there's nobody who doesn't have like a lot to offer. Like if you just stopped and talked to anybody. Really? You'd, you'd, wow. You'd be like, holy fuck. You you think like, so, dude? You think hundred percent. If you made it a habit to like try and talk to like one person a day try to have one meaningful conversation with somebody a day it would fuck like just some random person yeah. just walk up to them yeah you 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 it would blow your mind because everybody's people yo but i feel people would be kind of freaked out like you know what some i mean just would. walking up to someone they'll be like yo some who's this would. fucking like some a bit people, like you know what i mean some people I'm would. kind of intimidating yeah, jack now yeah fuck out of here <laughs> <I'm> <laughs> <But> intimidating <laughs> guy but uh, some people would, and but do you know how many people would love it? You know how many people are like starving for that kind of interaction because they just don't. You think get so, it? dude? Really? You yeah, think people, people don't like. I feel people I, are I closed off. People are closed off, and they don't. I don't. I think there's a lot of people that don't like being like that. I think there's a lot of people that don't enjoy, um, just walking by each other like they don't exist. I think there's a lot of people who don't enjoy that. Really? I think there's a lot of people who are like starving to have somebody talk to them like they're real why do you think podcasts, wow wow for sure why do you think podcasts have taken off so much because it's because uh, you're listening to two people like actually be real and like talk with each other and it's like we don't get that like we don't get that at all wow you know 
it's I don't know. It's really important to do. You should. I'm telling. I'm telling you, you should do it because you're good at it. Like I can tell you're good at it. You got me to say a bunch of shit that I didn't plan on saying to you <laughs> at all. Like, and I didn't even like plan for you. Like you know, we we're just talking in the moment. Yeah, yeah. Like you, you should, you should, because you, you take you, you take more. I don't know why I can't think of the word. You get you're engaged. Very, very much so. Yeah, somebody's Always. talking to you. So like that's it's the number one thing. It's the number one thing. When I was producing. My podcast, the other podcast, that was the one per- thing I couldn't get my buddy to do. I couldn't get him to get very engaged with people. Really? Yeah, because it's not, it's not something that people just have. Let me tell you what it is. What helps me, dude, is weed. And I'm just fucking, dude, I'm so sure. like, I'm here. And sure. like, I'm not going anywhere. <laughs> I'm, as long as I'm high, like we may have to go out, take like a halfway break or something. Bro. Like that, that could be your intro. Like you're smoking yeah. a joint and you're just like, you have your phone recording and be like, okay, I'm just getting ready for this interview. I'm going to sit down with this guy and I don't even know what we're going to talk about. You know, he does this and trust me, if you talk, if you were talking to a philosophy professor, what would you ask him? What do you think life is about? Like, what's your, what's your perspective on life? I guess life and death. And that'd be the first question I ask. There you go. You have, you have no idea that people never understand. Um, Oh, I shouldn't say people never understand, but it's, it's very rare. People don't think that one question will start an hour long conversation. That one question will spark an hour long conversation. (laughs) And it doesn't seem like it because you think he's just going to be like, I think life is about going to the store and getting <laughs> food. And he's going to end his sentence and just stare at me. He's not. He's going to like talk. He's going to go. He's a person. He's going to keep going. And then eventually, eventually, if, if they're engaged at all, mm-hmm. they're going to ask you something. Right? Just like you asked me something. You're like, I'm more of I a listener. See, I, you know what? I also like, I'm more of a listener. I don't like to talk. I like to just like. And that's even better. I like to listen. I'm telling you, you should do it. I'm telling you. Because you, you just told me that you want to get into comedy, that you're feeling like you're just existing. You don't have a lot of fulfillment. Uh-huh. And you're very interested in, in life. You're very interested. Like if somebody came to you and was like, I have this amazing theory of what happens when we die. Uh-huh. You'd be like, oh, yeah, let's fuck. <laughs> you'd be like, I'm going to go smoke a spliff right now. And I'm going to talk to this person all day about what they want to talk about right now. Yeah, dude, you can 100%. easily do that. Wow. I'm telling you, you should. You should now that you say it like that, that's kind of like that. I like the way that sounds. Easily. If you just go around Calgary and just ask people, just keep asking people, keep asking people. Eventually, people will. Every people like want to talk. I like that idea, especially if you're just talking to regular people. I've made it. A, I've made it a point to talk to not just like people. artists or like creative people or like you yeah. Know. I've made it a point to try and find regular people. And I want to find. I want to find. Like really, I, I was but like cr- why? Like what? Are, like regular creative. people? Like what's so special about like? Well, what are you gonna get? They make. They make up the entire. What are you gonna world? get out of a sheep? They, you know what I mean? What do they know? These fucking sheep. <laughs> like, a, like, dude, I don't know. You got to stumble. Like, how can you have an intellectual conversation with someone who's fucking asleep? Like, you're saying a regular person, but like, 
do you yeah. like like that of someone who's just fucking just well, living like, their life like day to day miserable fucking why? well like a regular person in the sense of like I'm not gonna look for the hottest artist that's like in Toronto right now I'm uh-huh. not gonna look to find the greatest painter that's in Toronto right now I'd uh-huh. rather, rather just find people who are doing it like when I was interviewing creatives there was a program called Sketch uh-huh. um, where you go into this place and you kind of um, you get like it's free resources. So like if you're a painter, there's free paints. You get to just paint and like you don't have to pay for it or anything. It's just okay. like this program that they have set up by the government. Okay. Um, and fucking I interviewed a bunch of artists from there. And like I, the conversations are just as engaging. Like they go through like even more shit than regular artists. And you don't know who they're going to become. You don't actually know if you're talking to a regular person. You could be talking to the next fucking Picasso. Uh-huh. You don't know what he's gonna be. You don't know what his shit's gonna be worth after he dies. And even, even like, like I worked with this guy. Um, his name was Jim Dowell. I worked with him at Rogers. Okay. Um, and he was like a driving. Like as I was listening to all this stuff about like growing and becoming someone different, uh-huh. and like following my heart, he was like a driving force in that because he was like sixty, maybe older, maybe younger. Okay. He was older, right? And he was all about just going after what makes you happy. And I remember he was like, this job at Rogers was going to pay more, but he worked at a, I believe it was like Canadian tire, but he okay. liked it there. Okay. And he's like, he's like, I just can't afford. He's like, I need something that pays more. He's like, but if they'll pay me more, he's like, I'd rather just stay there. And I remember I was telling him the same kind of thing. I'm like, I'd rather just do what makes me happy. And he's like, that's all you have to do. <laughs> like he was like the driving prof- uh, proponent to that. Like in terms of a person, he was like, he was like, just, just do that. He's like, do the things that make you happy because like, he's like, that's what makes the most sense. And if I can interview him right now, uh-huh. he's a regular person, but 100%, uh-huh. he's going to have amazing stories. He's going to have amazing insights. You, you just never know. You just never know what, what somebody's going to have, what, what they've been through. Because as much as it's like you're interviewing a regular person, you're also interviewing a person who's had 30, 20 to 40 years of experiences things that they've gone through uh-huh. you never know what somebody's gone through they could have gone through a, like a lot of shit they could have had like a like that master coach like right away i thought he was like a master like a coaching guy and i thought we were talk about like mindset uh-huh. and right away he's like he's like yeah we can talk about how i dealt with having an abusive alcoholic father and Whoa. how i got through that and how i became a professional hockey player at 16 what and transferred that into becoming a success wow. coach and i was like what wow. the fuck <laughs> Anytime I see Marco Ontario, I think it's going to be like a regular guy. And then all of a sudden he said all that. And I'm like, what the fuck? <laughs> like, how weird is that? How fucking weird? Oh, shit. Battery's dying. Switch that battery. But you know what I mean? Like, you never know what somebody's going to bring to the table. So out of all, like, um, out of all the interviews that you've done... What is like the most inspiring? What's the most inspiring thing that you've got out of like all of these interviews? Oh, the most inspiring. <laughs> A record? What do you mean? I don't know. Really? Are they done by now? Or are we going? Yeah. Really? Dude, I could keep going like Yeah, that's why I say that you're good at this. Like you've been really good at it. Keep talking, keep going. 
Got nowhere to go, nowhere to be, you know? (laughs) (laughs) So the most inspiring thing? The most inspiring thing, motivational fucking piece, like... And, like, that thing, honestly, like, that thing you told me about the broadening the shoulder, like, having the, instead of asking for a lighter load, ask for broader shoulders. That was fucking inspiring. Something like that, dude. The most inspiring thing for me at at a certain point, when I was interviewing creatives, I interviewed this guy. Fuck, I can't remember his name. Hmm. And um, he was a director, producer. And Uh it was the first time I was sitting down, because, like, I started interviewing creatives because I didn't think I was a good enough creative. Like, I didn't think I was doing it the way that, like, a real creative would do it. Uh-huh. Like, I had, like, imposter syndrome, I guess you can say. What? And I, I thought, like, I thought, like, I didn't know what I was doing. And, like, uh-huh. who am I to think that I'm, like, one of these people? <sighs> yeah. And then all of a sudden, I got to talk to a director, producer. And, like, he's actually willing to sit down with me. I was like, holy fuck. And um, most inspiring thing was I was like, am I doing this right? He's like, yeah. <laughs> He's like, he's like, he's like, you're doing it. He's like, you're doing it right because you're doing it. He's like, and that's wow. what you have to do. Wow. He's like, he's like, you have to. Wow, do dude. <laughs> Holy shit. You're doing it. And that's the fucking thing. That's what you got to do, man. And he was like, he's like, yeah. He's like, you're doing it. Like, that's, that's how it starts. He's like, you have to, you have to start doing shit. Wow. In order to like really learn and like. And that for me, I was like, holy fuck, a real director, a real producer fucking told me that I'm actually doing it right. I was like, okay. Because he looked at everything and he looked at like the interface. He's like, yeah. He's like, yeah, you're doing it. Dude, that. <laughs> He's like, he like looked at all the microphones and shit and the cameras. He's like, yeah, yeah, the lights. He's like, yeah, you're doing it. He's like, this is, this is what you're supposed to do. Wow. And uh, that was wow, like dude. one of the most inspirational things for me. Just because that was like a real kick. It was like, oh shit. Like You're on the path. Like there's yeah. no because dude, there is no way but like you're making your you're on uh, you're on the path doing it your yeah. way. Yeah, exactly. And you're learning doing my it. way and so that that was one of the most inspiring things. Wow. Um I can't really think about anything else. And then like talking to this guy Tom Ness, he built like two eight figure brands. Okay. Um and he was like, and I've, I've said it before, but I've never heard a rich person say it. But he was like, he's like, you got to think of the thing you do for free. Because he was like, because he left the company that he helped build. And this company's really? like making like 50 mil a year. And he's like, he's like, they were based in Boulder, Colorado. He's like, I want to live in Florida with my wife. Mm-hmm. He's like, this is where we want to live. We like this weather. He's like, you got to think of the shit you do for free. He's like, I'd rather build a business here and build my life around what I want. He's like, rather than be over there and make money and, but like be miserable. And he was just like, do, do the thing that makes like for free. Agreed. Agreed. A thousand percent. Like, Holy fuck. I was like, yeah. You know, but it's like, it's uh easier said than done, you know? And like to an extent, I mean, you just got to do it. Well, like, like, I mean, like, well, what, like, what thing would you do for free? Like, well, what's the thing you would do for free? Right now, honestly, what I do, I would do for free. Teaching, skating, working with my friend Dylan and DJing at the strip club. All those things I would do for free. <laughs> so, you know what? Like, that's why, like, I'm, I wouldn't say, I'm, like, I wouldn't say I'm happy because I don't think there's such thing as, like, a baseline, yeah. like, happy because it's always, like, coming yeah. down, but... 
I'm grateful for my life more so than ever because I'm in a great place and I enjoy everything that I do for work, you know, but I still feel like I'm not doing enough, but I just don't know. Well, then that's, it sounds like you've hit it. I mean, if you're doing what you do for free, I mean, you just have to think of like what your main passion is and you have to try the things. That's the main thing though. Like, like if you never tried working at the rec center mm-hmm. then like you wouldn't know that you like doing that and if you never tried doing music and then working out you wouldn't know that you like working out more than you like music and it, like if you don't try like the like what i'm telling you to do with the podcast which is simple just a phone and just press record if you don't try that like you're not going to know wow if you actually like that like if you don't actually go and get on stage like as a comedian you're never going to know if that's the thing you want to do. Cause like you might get on stage and you might be like, Oh, this is 1 billion times better than the rec center, but the rec center pays money. So I'm going to continue to do that. And I'm going to fucking do a spot like an open mic spot every week for the rest of my life until I make something of myself. Wow. Do it, man. That's something I think I I like the, I've, I resonate with that with being a comedian. Cause yeah, like, I think so too. Cause like being a rapper and like, especially dude, after I went to that uh, Ritz show and I saw him like the crowd that goes, I'm like, man, what the fuck? Like, why do I want to fucking be in front of these kind of fucking loser, losers, <laughs> fucking losers. I love Ritz, but like, dude, the <laughs> crowd of people losers. that go to your show are a bunch of fucking losers, dude. <laughs> fuck. And I'm like, yo, I don't want, I don't think, I think from that point, I slowly stopped wanting to be a rapper after I went to that show. It just lost the fire. Just like, I don't know. I just didn't have the desire to pursue that. Like fucking, it just, yeah. I saw it in a different light. I had, I had one of those moments too myself with video production. I, uh, some guy that was on the podcast, the other podcast I was producing, Mm -hmm. Hardy Gentleman. Um, he was a producer for Universal Picture Group, like or like Universal. Yeah, like he was like an actual producer, like, uh-huh. and he was like making movies and shit. Uh-huh. He called me after our interview and he was like, "Hey, like, you know, you do videography." He's like, "I need a videography for a TIFF event," and I'm like, oh, "I'm like TIFF, I'm like holy fuck, I'm gonna do a TIFF event." So I went and covered it. Wow! And while I was covering it, I was like. I was like, I don't like this. What? Like, what? I'm like, I don't, I don't like, like the people, the people were good when you were talking to them as people, Uh huh. but the camera made everybody fake. And I was the person behind the camera. <laughs> so you could see it more than ever. And I just didn't enjoy it. Like there were a lot really? of times where somebody would be get, taking their, getting their photo taken and they'd be like, you know, like it, it, just like you'd see on like ET or anything, like the cameras are flashing. They're like doing the, <laughs> the second, like all that goes away. They're just like, <laughs> and like they change. Wow. Like, really dude. Wow. Yeah. I mean, one of them was like, I just want to fucking go home. They're like, I don't even want to be here. And I was like, I was like, man, wow. like I don't. And like after seeing all that and like seeing like, I'm like, Oh, this is like, I don't want to be a part of something that's fake. One guy, I think he was the editor. I, I, I guess I won't even talk about like his position, but one guy that was like a part of the production, uh-huh. I was talking to him and I'm like, yeah, you know, I've, I've learned that from Jordan Peterson. And he was like, Oh, true. And then he like, he brought me in close and he's like, 
He's like, I really like Jordan Peterson's work. He's, like, he's really cool. He's like, he's like, but he's like, I can't really talk about that. In front, he was afraid to talk about the fact that he liked Jordan Peterson in front of the people that he worked with because they'd see him in a different light. Because Jordan Peterson, to some people, is seen as like a negative figure, really? a far right figure. Some people think he's like. Uh, some people call him a Nazi. Some people say he's like racist. He's not. He's not. He's none of those things. But people brand him like that who okay. are in the left community. Okay. Um. So he was afraid. Like, and everybody like in the actor community is like very left, right? And he didn't want anybody to know. So like, he couldn't even talk about it openly. That's very strange. And it was so. I was like, fuck. I'm like, that sucks, man. Because like people would see him differently, and he worked with a bunch of women, and it was like on a movie that was like predominantly women and it was like okay. really focused on like some girl power type of shit um so he couldn't even talk about it and i was like man i don't like this atmosphere and after that i was like i don't know if i want to do and then the last video gig i did that was like a paid uh paid yeah, yeah, gig yeah. okay and then the last gig i did i remember as i was sitting there like doing it it was like for one of the big like one of the bigger people that i've like worked with in terms of like in the health community and in the influencer in the influencer community and uh i was like man i don't want to do this anymore. Like, <laughs> what was it what like, was it? tell me tell no, me no it wasn't me. it wasn't anything that was going on just like i was there like behind the camera and i was like i don't want to do stuff like i don't want to do this like and i sat down to like editor stuff and i'm like i really don't want to do this anymore even for money like yeah, it wasn't I'm like, I'm like, like man, like if I can just like I'm like I don't want to do that anymore cuz I don't want to do things just for money. Wow. Yeah. Like if it's just money, like you don't want to like you like you feel fulfilled like you're working with kids and doing yeah. all this stuff. Yeah. If, like if it was like just for money and the kids were like shitty and they kick you and spit at you and like never learned anything from you and didn't remember your name, you'd be like what am I doing here? Yeah. So not that that's happening to me in the fucking film community, but like, you know what I mean? I don't want to, I don't want to do things just for money. It doesn't feel good anymore. You know? Wow. So really like you're there, huh? We're like, <laughs> that's awesome. I get, yeah, I guess. So like, like I said, I'm just going to Uber and do this and, uh, and make some, and make some more meaningful contents and, uh, it's going to be my life for a while. Uh, I, I, the only nine to five I can think that I want is like something in training. Like I, like I, like I told you, I want to work in like employment services. Yeah. Yo, like you think you could really jobs. fucking, you know, you couldn't, you couldn't yeah, do a sure. nine to five. I yeah, can't yeah. do a nine to five. If, and I don't think, I don't think you would serve employment uh, services. Definitely. You're, if, I was, if I was actively helping people get jobs, like people who are like, can't hold a job, can't get a job. Really? Like well. you'd want to do that? Like yeah, not something course, interesting? I, like fucking to, this? That is interesting. Really? I used to be that person. I used to, like I just told you, I, like when I was 23, I didn't know how to use a fucking computer. Uh-huh. I didn't understand how to get a job at all. Uh-huh. I thought I was going to work labor jobs for the rest of my life because I was like, fuck, I don't know how to do anything else. I just know how to lift shit. <laughs> it's like, so I'm like, what am I going to do? So if I could show somebody the skills needed to like, get a job like in a new field and like move up and like stop the wear and tear on their body and and, like get something that's more fulfilling to them that would be a great service really that's what you want to do i would that's what i want to do for now like i know i want to i know i want to do some kind of training or teaching or something i know that i'm like gravitating towards that even as i do this like this is like like i want i like i just want to help people improve 
That like that's what I know. I know I want to help people improve. Like I want to help like with the podcast. I want I want to help somebody with the podcast the same way so many podcasts have helped me. Cause like there's so many times where I was working where like I just felt horrible, but like a podcast like kept me going, kept my mind moving, kept me engaged in something other than like the soul sucking job that was in front of me. So if I could be that for somebody else, then like that's even just to one person, man. And it's crazy if you can just impact one person. I I was one person, right? So it's like why not, right? It's uh, it's a big thing. It's a big thing to to help somebody. It's uh, it feels good, definitely. So yeah, that. Like I, f- I feel like that just on helping other people, dude. I think when it comes down to like purpose in life, I think it all comes down to just helping other people and like being yeah. of service to other people. Yeah, and like not a selfish like you know trying to have trying to accumulate the most like material things and try but rather just to like just help people and have like a positive impact and like because when you die dude you don't take any there's no you can't take a the u-haul truck doesn't follow the uh the hearse you know (laughs) that's so funny the u-haul truck doesn't follow yeah dude it doesn't right you can't take money with you what do you you get what do you leave here with except for like the impact that you've had on others yeah exactly and yeah yeah that's the only thing you get to take with you really you get to take that with you because you like you know you helped some people you know you changed somebody's life right like and that's a big thing like we were saying right like if you do transfer to something else right like if you go to another realm they're not going to care how much money you had they're gonna be like what did you do oh you didn't do anything <laughs> you have to go back <laughs> <laughs> can you imagine <laughs> could you imagine that's fucked. helping people is the currency in the next realm You're wow like, oh, you didn't oh dude that just resonated <laughs> with me so hard dude could you imagine it is it is it is that's a hundred percent we're here and it's like yo that kind of makes sense because like that feels the best yeah. helping people yeah. that and that's like you're adding to your bank account yeah and you can feel it when you help somebody you feel it in like your soul your spirit. like why does it feel good you know what i mean yeah. do you never feel like bad when you help people yeah it's so true like never especially if you do it especially when you do it without expecting anything back mm. just like you know all right i'm gonna help you and just like just yeah. that because that gives you the yeah. positive it's a and you know what's crazy even about saying that you're it's like a selfish reason you help other people out of the selfishness that it brings you the fucking <laughs> good feel so it's like kind of it's kind of trippy huh? yeah it's weird right but like yeah it's good i don't know yeah it's true it's true but like you need that that's that's our that's our point system in order to like be good people i guess you know like that thing ticks off it would be weird if you help somebody and you felt nothing like you know how good it feels that like for example like when i was uh in calgary and i was with my friend dylan he's blind and uh, i was driving him home in his family's van and dude the van just like broke down and we were going up a hill and like it broke down Fuck. and i'm like 
I parked it and like I couldn't push it. I was trying to push it like up yeah. the hill, just like not too far, maybe like 50 meters or something. There was like a parking yeah. thing, but it still was up another hill. And I'm like trying to push it, trying to push it. And dude, like all of a sudden, like three, four people come, the cars pull up and they fucking help to push it. Wow. And it's the best fucking it was. And we did it. And it was the best That's feeling. Wild. And like, you know. That's they crazy. gave me a great feeling and I'm sure even they got a fucking even better feeling. Yeah, definitely. Just like helping people, dude. Yeah. That's so true. But dude, some people like not everybody is like that and like you know some people will see somebody that needs help and just like keep moving. You know what I mean? And like I've even been that person like, "Oh, I've seen people trying to push their car and I'm like, "Oh, not today." <laughs> <laughs> I just took a shower. I'm all dressed up. I'm going maybe to work or something. Not today. I don't know. I don't feel like being the hero today. You know what oh I mean? Yeah. <laughs> That's so funny. It's true though, right? Like, I don't know. It does feel good when you do that. Like, I remember I saw this woman. <clears throat> this only happened like right before I moved out of the place at Davenport. I uh, uh-huh. uh, I saw this woman. She was carrying like a like a like a drawer like a drawer like a, a dresser but like uh-huh. a, like a one shelf like you know just so you can like put like maybe books on kind okay. of thing it was like maybe this tall and she's carrying it and it's so funny because i'm listening to this guy lewis house talk about living in service uh-huh. and i'm just listening to it and i walk right by her uh-huh. and then all of a sudden like something told me to stop and i look back and she <laughs> she put it down and like i see her going like this <laughs> was it cold was it in the winter yeah yeah and it's and she's older i'm like oh she's like like warming up and like getting ready to like have to carry this thing again so uh-huh. like, right away i just walk up to her i just grab it i'm like where are we going <laughs> no way and it, it felt <laughs> so good going? it felt so good and she had no problem obviously i'm sure with yeah you. no right away her name was lynn she's just <laughs> you like remember her name yeah too, she's huh? just like thank you and that was it. And I'm like, where are we going? In, in my, <laughs> the only thing happened in my head, I'm like, oh shit, how far am I going to walk right now? <laughs> but it didn't matter because I was on my morning walk anyway. So I was like, fuck it. The longer, the better, I guess. But she was like just up the street. And then I just brought it up to her porch and it just felt amazing. Like literally, like I just put it down, have a good day. And like, that was it. And I don't know, man. Yeah. Maybe it is the currency. The currency, dude. It's fucked. Can you imagine like, you get there? They're like, yo, you didn't help anybody. Yo, you're broken. This yeah. Place, bro. <laughs> How crazy would that be? Because, dude, if you think about it, why is it that rich people are the most miserable people? Like, dude, <laughs> think dude, it's about like it. it's like their spirits trying to tell them something. They're like, Yo, Money can't buy you happiness, bro. Yo, you're gonna be broke when we die. Come wow, on, bro. <laughs> How crazy is that? Yeah, you're gonna be broke when you're dead because you didn't help anybody. You gotta help some people. It's a fucked up thought, dude. That makes me just want to like, and like, if you think about it, like what? Cause like, why are there like humanitarians and like mother Teresa's probably fucking yeah. cause like maybe they have like, they kind of know like, cause you know, why devote you? Cause like, think about it. Not every, and like clearly on the planet, like there's only the percentage of people that want to help everyone is like, that's the minority. That's the few. That's the 1%. Yeah. Like, why doesn't everyone want to be like, why doesn't everyone want to be helpful? Why aren't we it's united? Weird. Why are we all divided like that? Yeah. You know? Yeah. That is weird. Cause it's like, yeah. Why wouldn't you want to help somebody? Cause what if that is the, like, if you, if we knew, yeah. if we knew that that was a hundred percent, the currency, wouldn't we all just be fucking oh, yeah, 100%. giving each other piggyback rides to wherever we need to go? 100%. You know, just like somebody be tapping on the window right now. You'd be you guys good. 
You guys, good? <laughs> you guys need anything? You're both good. All right, all right. <laughs> Dude. Oh my god, my mom would be manning a camera right now. Like, you guys all right? <laughs> Fuck you in right now. <laughs> Holy fuck, yeah, man. But maybe that's why, kind of like that's part of the game. Like you don't know that, so it's like that's kind of like up to you yeah. if you want to fucking which path. You get the free will to kind of choose, but we're definitely, dude. Hold on, uh, I finished my coffee. It's definitely connected, man. We're what we do here is connected to, and it doesn't stop here. There's no way because, dude, we don't know how we came here, and we don't know what's gonna happen after, and like, it's not gonna. St- like, I don't think it's just gonna come to an end. Yeah, it feels like it's. It feels like it's not. No, for some reason, like if somebody asked me, like, it feels like it's not. It feels like you're going to close your eyes and something else is going to happen. <laughs> it feels like it, right? Like, it feels like something else is going to like kick off. But it's not going to be the same type of existence as this. You know? Like, it's going to be a different type of existence. But who knows? At the same time, who knows, right? We, never, we don't know. And it's the unknown. And like... But like, have you ever heard people like talk about like near-death experiences? Mm, yeah. I I could even say that I had a near death experience. But like people talk about like being being dead, like because they're like actually dead on like the table, and then they um, literally a bunch of people will talk about like not wanting to go back. Like Kev- Kevin, I think it was on Joe Rogan. Kevin Smith, uh-huh. his mom was talking about it. Okay. Because his mom uh, like almost died. Okay. She was like dead on the table, and she's like she's like where I went. She's like there was no worry. She's like, all responsibility was gone. She's like, she's like, there was just nothing. I've, I've even heard other people have that experience. And like, they'll see like another relative that's dead. And they're like, I don't want to go back. And they're like, you have to go back. And they're like, no, not going back. Like, they're literally having an argument like outside really? their body saying, I'm not going back. And they're like, you have to. And then all of a sudden they'll like get a push. And then all of a sudden they wake up and like, fuck. Because like the you don't feeling, think that's just like in the mind, dude. Like I don't, I don't. I'll tell you why I don't kind of believe. Because like what what's in the mind? Because this is like just in, our brain, right? What is the mind? Isn't the brain right? The mind is something else. Yeah. The mind is, and I don't even do the thing is like talking about the mind. Like what is the mind? Like I think the mind is like it's not just this one thing but it's like we're okay it is like this one thing okay there's like the universal mind which is like every everything okay there it's um uh i can't remember the name of it but the first thing is like everything is mind i can't remember what uh mm. it's some uh, occult thing but everything is mind yeah. everything is like made up of mind yeah so like there's like the universal mind and then we all are connected to it, right? Yeah. We all have that thing in our head that's like... Yeah, pineal gland or whatever. Yeah, and like, but you know how we have thoughts in our head, whatever? That's like your mind. Like if you close your eyes enough, as if I say Colin in my head, like I hear that's in my mind. Like yeah. that's not in my brain. Like that's the mind, no? Isn't it the fucking... <laughs> like when you see that, like what is the mind? What is it? Uh, so we're all connected to, we're definitely all connected to it. And like, maybe that's like God or whatever, just whatever. But I think it's like, we have, we're connected to it, but it's not us. We aren't like, you know what I mean? We have access to it, 
but it's this like infinite and I don't even know if infinite's the right word because infinite even puts like it into a finite thing but it's this like whatever infinite thing that we have a connection to and that because like dude the fact that like I thought about you and like that was in my mind yeah of course and then here we are so we have what is the mind it's like this thing that we have access to but it's we aren't the mind we're a separate thing from the mind we're the aware like awareness but the mind isn't it's not us yeah we are in our mind you're talking about like the universal consciousness kind of thing like like that database that we reach into or, or like for example the database that like steve jobs was like linked into yeah which is why he was like i'm gonna change the world like this and, like, wait, and also when you meditate when you meditate that thing that fucking keeps distracting you mm. you know what i mean that's like making you think things and like yeah yeah that's that's not you i don't think dude i don't think that your thoughts are you your thoughts are just a ge- like from a generator dude yeah you're not like dude yeah like i, I can agree with that just because like i've had I've had thoughts and like, I'm even, it's so weird. I'm even careful. Like if I have an idea, I'm like, I'm not writing this idea out. Cause why? Cause I feel like once I write it out and make it more apparent, other people have access to the idea. Whoa. And I think, cause I've seen, I've seen it happen. I've had Whoa. so many ideas what? about things and then really? somebody else will do the same thing. I remember when I used to write raps. Ooh. I remember when I used to write raps. Yeah. I wrote something. Uh-huh. And I promise you, I can't remember what it was. But then I heard Kanye West say it. And I'm like, fucking, fuck. And I don't think it's a coincidence. I think that there. I think. I think. I, me and Hank were actually talking about this. How like not all thoughts are like your own. Like sometimes like you have a thought and you're like, uh, what the fuck was that all about? Like I don't. Think and like, like negative that. thoughts too. Like yeah. why do you want to? Why would we want to think negative thoughts yeah. if they're like? And it's like, I don't know, like something will just pop in and it's like, that's so not me. Like, yeah. Why am I thinking that at all? Yeah. Like I've had. You I've caught had, yourself. Have you caught yourself like before? Like, yeah. You know, why do I have this? Like, yeah. Hundreds, hundreds of times. That's why it's like, as, as I started to meditate more and more, it started to like slow down and like get like slower and slower. And like, I can like pick those out now and you become conscious of your self-talk because if you just let it run rampant, your self-talk, then you'll kind of let all those other thoughts intertwine and just jumble up with it all. You know, you won't know what's what, but if you keep yourself talk positive all the time and all of a sudden something negative pops up, you're like, the fuck? What's that? I didn't plan for that one. I know it's weird, man. I like that conversation though. What is the mind? Because like I I've heard, I forget which like motivational or like speaker or life person it was. But they were talking about they're like kids. They're like this is not the mind because like they're like this is the mind because like when you do this, like your brain isn't going like move muscle. No, it's just connected. Yeah, blah, blah, wow, this that this that. It's not doing all that. It's like you kind of just do it on your own. So it's like this has to be something. Like the mind, the mind's like this. I don't know. It's, man. And it's weird. There's like the different dude. There's like the unconscious. This is the best podcast I've ever. Oh, wow, that's amazing! How I'm so fucking weird. Is that? Is it really? Is <laughs> yeah, it really? Hands down. Hands this, down. This, that feels good. See, every, bro, that feels amazing. Every every so often, I have a conversation, and I'm like, "This is gonna change the way that I'm gonna do this show, the process." That's why it's called the process. And uh-huh. like now, it's changed. That's incredible. Now, like I was gonna do it very educational. I was gonna, I was gonna stay in that realm, but uh-huh. now I know I have to have conversations like this. 
Like, if uh, I'm going to, I'm going to make sure I talk to some like far out people and like have some really like education. You mean with like the behavioral, like science? Yeah, I was going to go deep into like that part, but like I'm going to still do that, but I'm also going to have these conversations because like they're needed for myself, if anybody. <laughs> yeah, I feel Because it's just good to have those kind of, kind of conversations. How often do you do that? Not very often, dude. Not very often at all. That's what I mean. That's why you should do it. Trust me, I, I'm pretty sure I have a phone somewhere. I'm pretty sure I have an iPhone 5. Hank sells me all my phones. You know, for like the past, like, I would say like six years, I've only bought phones from Hank. Yo, should I not go to Wind? I should just go straight to Hank and like just <laughs> buy a phone off Hank right now. Is that why? I, I bet you he has one. I bet you if you went to him, he'd be like, I got a six plus. <laughs> Get it off for like $400. I don't know. <laughs> Maybe I should do that. Huh? I should go to Hank. I don't I don't remember what was wrong with my iPhone 5. But I just remember I bought the 7 from him because I wanted it. Got it. <laughs> he sold you on it because that's why he fucking, that motherfucker he, you sold know, you on you it. You know what he does? You know what, what he does? What? He'll Tell always me. message me. He'll be like, listen, I don't know if you know anybody that wants this phone. <laughs> He'll never be like, yo, you want this phone? <laughs> never. He never does that. Wow. He'll be like, I don't know if you know anybody <laughs> want this phone, but I'm getting rid of it for like $400. If you end up taking it, I'll do like 300 but oh I'm just saying. Oh, my God. I'm what like, a fucking guy. And he gets me. He gets oh me every time. God. Every time. Like, I'm, like <laughs> even right now, I don't have any money, and I'm like, man, I know he has a phone that I could buy off of for like 275 and I'm like, fuck. Maybe I should get it, but I don't, I don't have the money for it. Oh my gosh! <laughs> if dude. I did, he would have got me. Every time, every time, I'm always like, I'm like, I'll see, and it's usually me that buys it, fucking guy. But it's it's ne- that's the thing when you buy phones off Hank, it's never a bad decision. Really? Of course not, because he's really? with you the whole time. If anything happened with this phone out of nowhere, he'd be like. Let's take like, it to the Apple store. Let's see if we can get an update. Let's see if we, like, he'll he'll do. It's the Hank warranty, yeah? Yeah, yeah it's a different he, type he, of warranty, man. <laughs> he'll make sure. I remember he took this phone. He went into the settings. He told me what my battery power was, like my real battery power, not okay. like the one that it shows. He's like, you got to look at this battery power. This battery power is like at 82%. So he's like, so he's like, soon you're going to have to do a battery swap. Oh, it went off the same time. So. So, yeah, that's Hank. <laughs> Fuck. But yeah, man. Uh, yeah, I'm going to have to have more conversations like these now. That's the process. That's what I just learned today, guys, that I have to have more conversations about esoteric type shit because that's what I'm into. That's why, that's why I got the fucking tattoos. Holy shit, they look crazy. This looks crazy. Yo, but you and you know, you know how I, nice my girlfriend's parents are to like <laughs> not look at these tattoos and be because I when I first met them, I didn't have these tattoos, and then I went to the states and came back, I had all these tattoos. They didn't say a word. <laughs> this is crazy. This is huge. Fuck, whatever. <laughs> so nuts. Yo, people don't like to talk about. I find people don't like people avoid the esoteric thing yeah. and like. If I think people are uncomfortable, like we were even on the trip, on the birthright trip, and we were just blazing at the uh, Israeli museum. We went to like this art museum. You were blazing in it? Well, in the grounds. Okay, okay. There was like oh, the yeah. grounds were there blazing. There was a nice view. And like this guy who like I didn't really like, but like he was just there and yeah. like he wanted to blaze, whatever. So like we're blazing and then all of a sudden we start talking about like 
how it's like brainwashing and like what, the trip the trip yeah. and like dude he just walked he just walked away right away he's like man oh i gotta go like he took like a few he's like but literally right when we started talking about like kind of like oh the esoteric like what's the agenda and stuff like wow. that he's like yo i gotta go and like people <laughs> dude it's and you say like just talk to regular people but like people like uh you can't just talk to regular people it takes like certain it's just if the mm, thing is, if you go to somebody and you ask them about like, like first of all, like you can't just be like, "Hey, I just want to talk to you," because they'll say, <laughs> "Who do you mean?" <laughs> Everybody's gonna be like, "What are you, what are you talking about?" What are you talk about. Um, you have to talk to them. Yo, it's been two hours. Look at this. Already? Yeah, it's crazy. Yeah? No. Yeah. No, not two hours. Why would I make that up? You're making it up. <laughs> I don't believe two you. hours, five minutes. Wow. But um, you can't just be like, I want to talk to you. <clears throat> you have to find the people like you're you want to get into comedy. So when you talk to a comedian, you'd be like, yo, I want to like get into comedy and like I want to like talk about it. And like I have this podcast that I do like I haven't like posted any episodes or anything yet, but like. I want to I want to I want to have a conversation about comedy uh-huh. like that's how you position a comedian <clears throat> if you wanted to talk about say philosophy or the mind you'd have to find someone that's into that right you can't go to the, the fucking s- the store clerk and be like <laughs> yo you want to talk about like the mind sometime because then yeah you're right he'll be like no I don't want to do that unless 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 all of a sudden he looks exactly like you like if i went to a fucking max and the guy looked just like you i'd be like yo i'm gonna try and interview this guy like right away i'd be like okay i'm gonna talk to this guy see what's going on with him like one day i saw a photographer walking down the street when i was living over at davenport Uh i saw him walking down the street he just had a camera in his hand it was like wrapped around his hand uh-huh. but he had all these sit tattoos and he had like the sick haircut and everything uh-huh. and i was like yo this guy looks interesting i'm like yo you want to do an interview sometime i'm like i live there and like he's just like yeah sure and then he just like walked away and then we got like exchanged numbers and like that was it and like that's did you do that interview with him or? no we didn't actually get to i actually moved out before i could do it and okay. then like his schedule didn't allow it but like we were both down mm-hmm. like so it's like you just gotta think of that just like the guy i met in the uber like he heard that I was listening to a, a podcast called Impact Theory, and he's uh, like, he's like, yo, is this Impact Theory? No way. And I'm like, yeah. No way. He's like, yo, I was just listening to this. So right away, it's like we both have a common interest. Uh-huh. And I told him I'm really into the mind. I'm really into habits, behaviors, and I want to know like what pushes people to like want more. He's like, I think we met for a reason. I'm like, yeah. Would you ever want to be on it? He's like, definitely. He's like, and we should meet up like beforehand. And then like we did, uh-huh. we met up. We sat down. We had like a two and a half hour conversation. Uh-huh. Like, like he was right by his work. We talked for a while. Like, like so it's like talk to regular people, but like you got to talk to the people who are like in your tribe, kind of thing. You know what I, I mean? Feel you, yeah. So it's like not just anybody, but like the people who actually who would actually make sense to talk to. So like it, so that like you have a vibe, but like that's where the vibe comes in. If you it, feel the it's vibe, a, it's a vibe, yeah. a vibe, but also it has to be a common interest because a common interest is the precursor to a vibe. Okay. Right. That's the only reason you vibe with certain people. Yeah, exactly. You know, yeah. because you both have like a bunch of common interests and you can even form it off of, off of one common interest, you know? So you might like meet, there might be a fucking professor somewhere in Calgary who wants to talk about all this shit and none of his students want to talk about this shit. And you go to him and you're like, hey, you want to talk about like, what is the mind? He'll be like, yes. 
Yes, I do. <laughs> I've wanted to talk about this for so long. <laughs> he's like tired of like his students just like texting while he's doing his lecture and shit. And he actually has somebody who wants to sit in front of him. Wow, and, like, dude, that's and, like, a, yeah. I feel that. Like, I feel you for too. sure. There's so many people. You might fucking go to the skating rink and like figure out the guy who's fucking working the zamboni has like. I don't think so. Who's who's maybe maybe he's seen like ten people die in his life, and like he's just and all of a sudden you're like, hey man. You want to talk about that? Like, and maybe he'll be like, yeah, sure. <laughs> because he's never gotten a chance to talk about it and compartmentalize it and, like, deal with it. You know? Like, you never know. You never know. So that's why it's so important to keep talking to people and, like, keep, like, keep, like, an open dialogue going. And, like, Johnson always says it. Put yourself out there. And I always say put your interests out there. Because, like, that's, like, the main thing. Gus, make sure I'm in the right place. But yeah, put your interests out there. Like, put them out there. What do you e- mean, put every, your interests? Everybody out there. you talk to, be like, say your interests. Like, just like as you're talking to them, you know, like you're talking about something, be like, yeah, you know, and like, I, I'm really into comedy. I'm, I'm, I'm hoping to actually get into comedy at some point, somehow. I'm just not sure how. Keep doing that. If you keep doing, because the universe is not going to do anything if you're just on your couch. Like it can't. No, you're right. It can't. You're right. Like it's, the universe is not going to rip open the fucking hood of the fucking house or like the top of the house and like drop in the people who are supposed God to. God only helps people that help themselves. Yeah, right? So like you got to like put your own interest out there and eventually people will just be like, yeah, yeah, I'm into that. Yeah, I'm into that. If I, it has to if, be genuine. Though. Yeah. If I, if I went into that Uber, like if I was Ubering uh-huh. and I decided, okay, I'm going to play music because most people like music. And like I just want to satisfy the customer, uh-huh. I would have never met that guy. He would have got in the car, and we would have like never connected at all, like never. But instead, I was doing something that interests me, which was listening to a podcast, and we were able to connect, and it made <laughs> sense. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. it w- I would have never connected with him if I was just playing music. He would have just thought. But you're just being yourself too. You're yeah. just doing. You're exactly. just doing you. Exactly. You got to paint the picture that is yourself. If I was just listening to like hip hop, you would have just thought this is just some black guy. <laughs> he would have been like, we probably don't have anything in common. But I was listening to the exact podcast that he was listening to, like not even like three hours ago. Wow. So it was like, it just made sense. So if you start putting your interests out there, you'll get it. But man, there, there's a bunch of people. I, I keep trying to think of, I don't know anything about Calgary, but like there's a bunch of shit out there. I know. I think I know I... there's schools out there. So I know there's professors out there and I know that when we hear the word teacher and professor, we keep thinking about this old 60 year old guy. But if you really think about teacher and professor, they're probably going to be around our age group. Think about it. I'm fucking 32. You think so, dude? Yeah. 32. How old are you now? 30. Holy fuck. Jesus. I know, right? Fuck. Can't be a rapper anymore, dude. It's time. That's not about to Jesus. Man. I remember when you were like 16. Jesus. Wow. That's so weird. Isn't that crazy? Yeah. Every time I see you, I always think you're like Moish's age. No matter what age Moish is. <laughs> Just like when I see Moish, I'm like I'm like he's fifteen. <laughs> but he's like a grown man now. <laughs> it's so weird. It's so weird. See but see what I mean? Like if you go, like most of these professors are gonna be like around your age. These teachers are gonna be like around your age. And also what you have, I wish I had. Because if I could go 
and go to a, a teacher professor and be like, yeah, I, I, uh, I'm a, like a gym school teacher for like homeschooled kids. Right away you have an in because they're like, oh, he's a teacher too. Like right away you have this common thing. That yeah, like, I guess. Like, oh, he's a teacher. Like he's, he's like a different type of teacher, but like he's a teacher as well. Like I can't do that. Like I want to go to York University, but it's gonna be hard because they're gonna be like, "Who the fuck are you?" I'm like, "Ah, oh, just, uh, just here. I just came. I got this podcast." <laughs> they're gonna be like, what the "How did you get in here?" <laughs> I'm gonna be like, yeah, "I like Jordan Peterson." They're gonna be like, "What?" So it's gonna be hard, but you have that link already. Yeah, but why don't you just make it up? Why don't you oh, just say gonna, why not? But like, dude, I don't want to lie. I don't want to have to lie. I told you, I want to live a life you can tell everybody about. So. I'm not going to make up. Sometimes you have to make things up. Like, no, what about no, in a resume? What about in a resume? Like, it doesn't if you matter. Don't have, it's not the same thing, right? Because you you're going so? to engage in a conversation with this person, right? So the last thing you want to do is be lying to a person that you're yeah, going okay. to conversation okay. with. I'm but even actually. still, I don't have to lie. I mean, as much as I'm saying that, it's going to still be easy for me because I'm just going to go there and be like, hi, I uh, heard you're a professor. I want to talk about this, this, and this with people. I wonder if you're interested. That's all I have to do. It's very simple. I'm just making it into something funny. <laughs> and you can do it. And all you need is a phone. You literally just phone, record. That's, that's how you started with the phone? Is that how it all is that no. how it all started with you? No. When I when I first started doing podcasts, um I never wanted to do a podcast. I always wanted to like stay ahead of people. I wanted to do shows. Uh-huh. That's why I always do video and audio. Uh-huh. Because I really I was really focused on making a show. Uh-huh. Um, more so than a podcast like when um, you were doing that thing like uh, like if you watch the first episode if you watch the first episode of the process it's more like a show than it is like uh like a podcast interview really yeah because like you see like the way i the opening scene is me and i'm like who am i interviewing today and then it's like a flash of scene of me like getting a tattoo uh, okay and then all of a sudden it's me walking down the street and i'm like talking and i'm like okay i'm going to meet this tattoo artist and you know what happened the first episode they flopped on you yeah the fucking guy flopped <laughs> that's so discouraging bro that's oh, yeah. so fucking I discouraging i didn't even stop i was like fuck it i'm just gonna get a tattoo somewhere else i'm like fuck it i'll just do it i'm like whatever man this sucks but i was like i'm getting it done regardless like i already made a facebook post and told people i'm about to fucking do this so i gotta do it there's no choice <laughs> sorry again what are we talking about oh the podcast podcast, the podcast. yeah so no i didn't just start with that i started with my camera and my camera had a road mic. So I was using a camera and a road mic. Is that the road mic thing on top of the camera? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I started with that. Okay. Um, and I was just like, I knew I could get the audio from this and get another camera angle from that. And uh-huh. I just started doing it that way. But. With two cameras? Yeah, because I already had it by then. Like, by the time I started, I, I had a setup, right? Like, like I already <sighs> knew all this stuff. Oh, wow. fuck. I didn't even turn on that light. Shit. Too bad. <laughs> Whatever. Yeah, man. But, like, I didn't know. I didn't know uh, what I was doing. But I could have started with a phone. It would have been easier. It's weird that, like, you're recommending me to do it with a phone when you started, like, in a different way. Because I know it would be easier. It's much easier to start a podcast without doing video. You don't need to do video to start a podcast. Like, podcasts by nature are just audio. It's only people right now. All this, this is just us trying to keep up with Joe Rogan. Every single podcast <laughs> you see that has video nowadays, you're just trying to keep up. With I know. Huh? So <laughs> he made it a standard, right? Because he became the best or at least the most well-known and he does videos. So everybody's just trying to keep up with it. 
plus I'm a videographer by trade. So uh-huh. like, I want to, I want to like work on my camera skills and stuff. So, and this has primed me perfectly to make documentaries. Cause like I have to know how to like set up a shot for like an interview. But if you're just going to start a podcast, all you need is a phone. Just the audio. Yeah. That's all you need. And then as time goes on, you'll get one camera, like one shitty camera. And you'll just have like a wide shot of you and the person talking. You don't even need more than that, really. I like the idea of just like a phone, like a simple, like, you know? Yeah. I don't want to have to like set up all this fancy schmancy. <laughs> you know? Right. Like this is like second nature for me. Like I know like how to do all this. So it just made sense that I utilize what I know how to do, you know? But if I didn't, I would just start with the audio. Cause I know at the heart of everything, I just like talking to people and having conversations. So you just gotta, you gotta, you gotta do, you gotta do it. Trust me, do it. I gotta find like again, but for what purpose? What is the purpose of like, I just told you. You you already told me what the purpose is. You feel like you're just existing. My name's Phil. I feel like I'm just existing, and I want to find out how to live a more fulfilled life. Wow. Thank yeah. you. Thank you. Thank you. Thanks, bro. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. That's all it is, right? Thank you. I want to figure out how to live a more fulfilled Thank you. life. And then done. And then you'll just talk it's to hard to say that. that it's hard to like admit like you know i what? don't know i thought i had a purpose i thought i yeah right I thought i had a purpose but it wasn't my purpose yeah that's that's such a weird thing to go through because i went through it with video like i don't like i i really was like like i have a book of affirmations where like i i wrote like i'm gonna i'm i i have a camera crew and like i have an editor and like all this shit and like uh-huh. It was so weird to go through my book of affirmations and like X that out because I was like, this is so I'm like, because that's what I was like gunning for. And like I was just on the verge of doing it. And I know that if I keep doing it, I'll have those five thousand dollar months. But like, I I don't I don't want to do that anymore. So it's weird. It's very weird. But yeah, your purpose isn't always what you think it is. Your purpose is what it is. (laughs) You know, is it like it's not like a static thing? You don't think that's just like. Is it a static thing? Like your purpose will always be like, or is it just always just one thing? Like your purpose is this. I think so. You think so? Yeah. I think we just, I think, I think we just go through life and there's so many times where we're like, this is it. We're like, wait, no, this is it. And then we're like, wait, no, this is it. Wait, no, it's weird (laughs) because that's what I thought. I thought I had it in video Uh and then I realized like, oh, is it? Like, like, do I want to just, like, try and charge money and help people with their web presence and shit? <laughs> like, do I want to do that? Yeah. I'm like, no, that's not what my purpose is. My purpose is to help people. Like, that's what, like, you always have to look at what you're doing more than anything else, I think. Because naturally, like, your spirit will, like, force you to that. You know? Like, so what are you doing, like, more than anything else? And, like, for me, it was helping people. Like, whether it be my friends, a client, anything. I was always putting other people in front of like my own well-being which uh-huh. is not healthy so i stopped doing that but like helping people is like what i do naturally so i know that like whatever i do it has to be based around that like that has to be the value system so like the podcast has to help people when i do my inspirational content and by which i mean like it's just gonna be me talking about like inspirational topics um has to be able to help people like if i get a nine to five it has to be 
helping people. It can't just be for me to just make money like when I was working at a fucking grocery store. Like it actually has to serve the purpose of like this is helping somebody. That's why like if there's somebody that came in and they couldn't get a job for five months and I got them a job and then all of a sudden a year later they're like, yo, I got a car now. I'd be so fucking happy, man. I'd be so happy. Like that'd be that'd be amazing because you know how hard it is when you don't have shit. No, I don't, dude. Honestly, (laughs) I don't. I'm like, I've been spoiled my whole life. Exactly. So I do not know what it's like to not, like, dude, I'm like, I'm grateful. But I've never been on that. Like, I've always had the support system with my family. And, like, even when I was kind of like a piece of shit or whatever, my family was always, like, there for me. And, like, they just even helped me. Like, now in Calgary, like, my parents are basically, like, they're helping they're basically they're basically paying off the mortgage i just got like my own condo in calgary and like i pay about like a i pay a thousand a month and like they pay the rest for the mortgage and like i'm so grateful dude but like i never would have probably done it myself (laughs) like because i'm dude my whole life and again this is kind of this is like like a realization for me but like my whole life i just kind of expected like a handout from other people and that's why like going out and out of your comfort zone and like pursuing something like this is so daunting for me because in my life I've always had things basically handed to me on a silver platter more or less you know I've been just fortunate enough like to have that yeah yeah, yeah. and it's made me like it's I think it, it took away like my ambition kind of yeah, cuz like I expect like oh I don't like Yeah, of course. It's weird, man. I but, like talking <laughs> to you and like this is kind of this is taking me on like that path of like Yeah, it's it's important to <clears throat> have to strive for things. It's like the most important thing I find. Yo, but finding that, like, you know what I mean? Like, you say it now, you're in this moment, but it could change in the next moment. And, like, yeah, of course. But you have to try the things in order to know. Like, that's the only way. And, it's, and, it, won't, and it won't be handed to you. That That's the good thing. If, like, if you want to know anything that's good about, like, what your purpose is and your passion, it won't, it won't be handed to you. And it probably won't be fun. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. What do you mean? Because the most fulfilling things aren't usually fun. Like, the most fulfilling things, the things that you're supposed to do with, like, your real talents, they probably won't be fun at first. But they'll be so fulfilling that you'll get so much enrichment into your life that then they'll become fun. You know? Like, right now, like, the way I do these pockets, like, it's good, but, like, this isn't super fun. Really? Not not, not for you, like, for me. Like I'm for, high. Like, I'm I fucking, lo- <laughs> I'm loving this. I'm loving this right now. It I'm is, fun. right? Like, but the real... Like it's it's good, it's fun to a sense uh-huh. because I know it could possibly help somebody, but like you gotta like grind it out until it actually is helpful. really like so maybe like is that no. the purpose then? Shouldn't yeah, the definitely. purpose be like a no, fun no, really? No, I, like, disagree. You're, I disagree, I disagree. Because then that how is that your pur your purpose should be something you enjoy. No. Like well, yes. Enjoying something is different than it just being fun. Right? You can enjoy something like I just I ran 3.7 kilometers okay. to the gym. Okay. Like I like I enjoyed it when I was done. But it's not fun. It's not when you're doing it and like I'm trying it's to catch fun. my breath and I'm fucking running in the snow. I slipped twice. I was like, what the fuck? 
and I signed myself <laughs> up to do that every single day. <clears throat> That's not fun. But when I'm done, when it's 2020 and I've ran 700 miles and I actually do a 10K fucking race, uh-huh. it's, it's going to be fucking amazing. That's there's going to I'm going to be I'm going to have fun in that moment when it's done. But like while I'm doing it, you're right, dude. It's just like the gym. I, it's like it's not fun, but I enjoy it. Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah, I know exactly what you mean. So like that's that's like what your purpose is like. You're right, dude. I don't want to sit down and come up with material. That's not like a fun. Like I just no. want to go out and make people laugh, you know. Yeah. But like you gotta fucking grind it out. Wow, yeah. wow. And that shit's not handed to you. Nobody's gonna hand you that shit. <laughs> just like at the gym, no one can hand you a physique. Nobody can. Like you have to grind that out yourself. You're right. Wow. It's the same thing with your purpose. It'll be the exact same thing when you stumble upon it. It's, it's going to be something that you're going to have to grind out yourself. And it's not going to be the funnest thing. But when you're done, you're going to be like, this is great. There's something just about living a life with purpose, though. That's just like even when I was doing like the music, doing the music, like it felt great. Like having, and that's yeah. why when I kind of lost that, I kind of became depressed because like, yeah. I'm like, what am I doing? Like, yeah, like and like, especially with that dude, cause I'm like, yo, I'm going to be a rapper. Yeah. I was so sure. So <laughs> sure. I was the guy. I was so sure. So sure of it, dude. Yeah. And well. like, dude, I, I've just probably came to terms with this recently. Really? Yeah, dude. I've been really? in denial hard. Really? I really had to like maybe the past month or two. Really? I'm just like, yo, like I'm not going to be a rapper. I think, and this is like, I don't think, you know, I'm, and uh, yeah, dude, it was crazy. Man, it was crazy because crazy. I just lost the, des- like I didn't have, like the desire was gone, dude. It's yeah. weird. Yeah. It's gone, and I see like what kind, what like what kind of stuff is popular now, and like, I was doing it for the wrong reasons, dude. I was doing it like to get girls, and like fucking maybe that's not something that I really, and like that's, dude. I'm here, like to spread, like light throughout this fucking dark, like dude, to make people laugh, like to have a positive impact, and through like rap, it wasn't happening. No, you're not gonna do. I, my opinion, I don't think, I don't think anybody can do that through music. Um, I think, Bob Marley. Oh well, yeah, I shouldn't say music. I should say rap music. Rap music. Like, yes. I, I don't think anybody's. I don't think anybody's doing that currently in hip hop. Like anybody who is. But then again, to, like, there's conscious. Light, yeah, but anybody who is doing that, they're not popular. You yeah, know, you're right. Like they're not the thing that like you're gets right. on. Yeah, hundred. Yeah, you're it's, right. it's like 100%. The, it's like the the lowest version of hip hop that like gets like the most play. So. And I saw that too, and I'm just like, "Is that really me? Is that like yeah? The, do you want to be like that? Like no. you have the hair, you can like fucking dreadlock it, but like that no. that would be the next step. You'd have to dread it up. You'd have to get a face tattoo. Like you know the you know the rule. <laughs> gotta get some fangs, some fangs, <laughs> like be some fucking weird looking guy. Yeah, like like that's the thing that's popping no, right now. That's not me. And none of those guys are helping anything. Like they might get their mom houses, they might help some of their friends, but like they're not helping society in the, the whole world. Like none of them are. Like even the best ones, like Kendrick, Cole, they're not really helping the world. They're just helping themselves, really. So and well, they wouldn't be where they were. Like you know what I mean? Again, there's like a reason why. Yeah. Maybe later on in life, 
You know what I mean? Like no, like, I know I disagree. Like, dude, name me one. Like, there's no artist that like came like and oh, started and, like doing... did, no, there isn't. But like, they might be. Like, I don't know. Like, I like you see that with like basketball players, but like then all of a sudden there's like LeBron James. He like opened up a school and like he's like doing all these education. Really? Things. Is that what he did? Yeah, yeah. He opened up a fucking school. And it's gonna be like free tuition, free uniforms, free like travel to the school. Yeah. Like a like a high school I don't, or I, elementary? I, 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 you don't know? I don't. I'm not sure if it's elementary or high school, but it's one of those two. It's not like a college or anything. Uh-huh. So like that's. Like, if he pulls it off and it actually starts happening, that's tremendous. Like, he's going to change a lot of lives. But, like, how many people do that when they get in those positions? I don't know. But then all of a sudden, it's like you look at, like, a high school teacher who's, like, really eccentric and, like, funny. Uh And, like, that guy just, like, impacts people daily for, like, ever, forever, forever. And it just keeps going. Like, he just keeps on impacting people. Yeah, and do you even need to be a teacher to impact people? Can you not just, like... No, go at Tim's at Starbucks just like by smiling like yeah have an impact on somebody yeah that's true too you right? give them a piece of you yeah <laughs> yo and if you think about it it's kind of like it's kind of like a sexual like yo I'm giving you a piece <laughs> you're kind no, of it's not like sexual. it is it is it's and not, I disagree with you I not, think it it's is intimate it's not sexual. it's sexual like you're having intercourse dude <laughs> it's not can I tell you something <laughs> especially with girls it's for not. them that's like their little verbal sex. It's not. It's not That's sexual. In- yes, it is. It's intimate. Because you do it with men as well, and you can have an intimate conversation with another man. Another man. Okay. Okay. It's okay. Intimate. It's okay. An intimate thing. But I mean, it's not even. I don't. I wouldn't even classify it as really intimate. Like I mean, like if we're talking about just smiling, because like I do that all the time. Like I make that a practice. Like I'll be like, okay, I'm gonna smile, like continuously smile, from <laughs> Hilda. All the way, to dude. Your but kid. like, that's kind of weird. Like, like yeah, forcing no, it. Like, but like, like, like and later, and like, people take it. People take, no way. Take it in that. differently. Like, people will talk to you. People will like be grat. Like, like you know how many times I've done that. Like walking in like Toronto, and like people will smile back, say good morning. Really? Yeah. Like it's you it's and like smile and make eye contact with people. Yeah. And who knows? Who knows what that person needs? That's why it's like making a difference, right? It's like you have to force it again. It's not fun when nobody's looking, but then when somebody does, they say good morning, or maybe that's like the only person that they get to talk to throughout the day, then maybe you've done something good. I'm really big on like not everything that you're going to like have to like not everything that you're supposed to do in the world is supposed to be like super fun. Like life's not like a fucking amusement park where you're just like, yeah, all the fucking time. Like there's shit that's like not fun. Like look at women giving birth like fuck. The shit's not fun, but when it's done, it's the best. Yeah. Yeah. It's incredible. Yeah. And like, again, back like dealing with you, your parents dealing with you. It was not a good time. It's not fucking fun. But then all of a sudden one day you're gonna have kids and you're gonna be like straightened out. They're gonna be like, okay, fuck. It was (sighs) worth it. There we go. Wow. You did it. (laughs) Wow. You know, it's, it's, it's just is what it is. Things in life aren't fun. Uh, nothing in the... <sighs> Yo, that's kind of like... That's a weird thing. Because, like... And I guess that's, like... That's kind of, like, what we're sold. Like, every... Like, things that we, like... I don't know. Like, things that we buy, like, into. Like, whatever it is. Like, we're always sold something fun. Like, it's not, like, amusement park. Like, that's fun. Like, yeah. that's an escape. Because, yo, life isn't... Life isn't fun. 
Life isn't fun unless you're like, see, but that's why like I blaze every day. And to me, life is fun. <laughs> I know what you mean, right? Like, but is it? Is it yes. Actually? Yes. Actually, it is. And you know what? Some people it's might well tell me it's, it's an illusion. Maybe you're going to tell me it's an illusion. But life. Listen, serotonin. Life is an illusion. When you say serotonin, no, it, well, it's fucking, it's it other things. It's no, a, it's not. It's a blast of it's serotonin. It's the fucking, your, the cannabis receptor, whatever. I can't remember what it's called, but like your brain has like the cannabis. Yeah, and I just told you, your brain has a serotonin uptake system. It's like a thing that fucking goes on in your brain. Every time you smoke weed, uh-huh. you get a blast of serotonin. Really? Yes. That's why it feels so good. That's why if you stop smoking now, you, you feel, feel like feel shit. It. Because your brain's like, we don't have to produce the serotonin. Like the not weed a, not is on producing the, not on the level that we we should because this guy is gonna fucking smoke weed in a second and if we produce serotonin like we're supposed to and then he smokes a bunch of weed we might get serotonin um, intoxication intoxication really and that shit's bad for you you can die from that too much serotonin really yeah it's fucking really? weird I remember yeah when I read about that I was like what the fuck. <laughs> How weird is that? You can die from too much serotonin. Yeah. Like you'll feel so good and like, oh, and then you'll fucking <laughs> just like die from like feeling good. I guess. You I know? have no idea like what it is, but they say it causes death. Like I've never seen it or like, but I read about it because I was reading about serotonin and dopamine and stuff because apparently I don't have a lot of dopamine going on in my body, like my brain. You think that's from drugs? <sighs> Maybe. But no, no, I don't actually, because I've always been like that. Really? Think uh, so? Yeah, I've always been like really like, like just like like that. Even as like a kid, like a, as a young kid, I was really hyperactive. Then that assault happened, I was really depressed, and like ever since then, I've been like really like just like like nothing really like 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 I like making people laugh, and I like getting into conversations that are like funny, and like we're all laughing and shit. But uh-huh. I'm never until like only till recently, I've never really been happy. Like never, never actually happy. Like I've never felt like until after that DMT experience, I was like, this is like happiness. This is like what that's supposed to feel like. It was like the first time I ever felt it. Dude, describe it to me because like for me, no happiness. Like Uh. what what is happiness? I don't know, man. The the best way I could describe it because I have such a, because I, I want money so much like 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 if i had a million dollars like how the happiness i would feel like after that dmt experience i even said it to the people there i'm like i feel like i have a million dollars in the bank like there was no i I don't want to say there was no worries but like everything was okay yeah everything was good Uh and like i just felt really good and like that's the best way i can describe happiness (laughs) <laughs> everything was just really good like i felt like i had a million dollars like if you can imagine what it's like to just have a million dollars in the bank after like not having like anything really or not having a lot that's what it felt like it was like it was like i'm good everything it felt you know, a better way to describe it, it was everything was taken care of it felt like everything was taken care of that's what it felt like it was weird it still feels like that. Well, since then, have you have you gone through like a rough patch since then? Since, um, not a rough patch, man. Like ever since that DMT experience, my my intuition is like fucking, like just quadrupled. Like my intuition is very very strong. Uh-huh. Um, and I've I have this weird thing where as somebody's talking, I'm seeing their motives, 
I'm seeing their motives more so than hearing their motives through their words. So, like, I've had some people try to, like, sell me on some things. Like what? <clears throat> Come on, tell me. Tell no, me. No, for I, the I, can't, I can't get into ah, it. But, like, I've had on, people, like, on. try to, like, like, somebody was, like, basically trying to take advantage of me. And, okay. Uh, and I could tell. Right but, away? Like, yeah, I could tell what their motives were, even though they were saying something completely opposite. I could see through what they were saying, basically. Uh-huh. And, like, my intuitions just become extremely strong. Like, it's just, like, like when I say, like, I'm going to do this podcast and, like, I'm just going to... I'm just going to make inspirational content and I'm just going to do that and like just focus on like, you know, like perhaps getting into like doing workshops, giving some motivational speeches and stuff. Uh-huh. Like my intuition tells me fully that that's what I'm supposed to do. Like there's no doubt in my mind that that's what I'm supposed to do. Mm. It's it's such a weird thing. Like it's so odd. Like and it's just very strong. It's like there's something like pulling me towards like doing what I'm supposed to do. And like pulling me away, like really pulling me away from what like I'm not supposed to be around. It's weird. And also, like again, like how I told you, dude. It's like, are you even in control? Like, or is it like you're saying, like how you say it, like pulling you away, like taking you, like yo, Colin. This is where you what you want to do, but uh, actually, we're just gonna steer you in this yeah. direction here. Yeah, and so, then you start to realize because you're like. Cause like when I, when I, like if I go back to why I first picked up a camera, why I first wanted to start doing videos, cause uh-huh. I wanted to do documentaries. That's what I wanted to do. That was like the first thing I wanted. I remember I was even looking into school courses like of documentaries. I was like, how do I make a documentary? I wanted to do that so bad. Uh-huh. Then I got off that path. Cause I was like, I don't think I'm ever going to be able to do that. I started vlogging. I started video editing. I started um, doing the video work for people. I started doing, I started producing a podcast, did uh-huh. my own podcast. And as I sit down here, like after I had to come back here and have this reset, I sat down and I was like, what is the documentary made out of? It's made out of interviews. Uh-huh. And then I looked at my portfolio <clears throat> of every single video that I've done for like clients. Uh-huh. Every single, like what's a, what's a documentary? It's a person talking at a certain angle and the camera's on them. Huh. All my portfolio is that. <laughs> everything that I know how to do, like in terms of podcast, everything that I've learned how to do is every single piece that I need to know to make a documentary. Okay. And like as much as it's like, oh, like it's it's like I just got brought back full circle. Like now I know how to make documentaries. Like that's wow. a thing I can do. Wow. Now. Like I just like wow, after learning dude. all this shit, like I know how to make a documentary now. And, and I wanted to make a successful podcast. I wanted to make a successful show. After producing that show for my buddy and having to get pushed and stretched to, like, get it online and, and make sure that it got views and make sure that it got up on SoundCloud and YouTube and all that shit, now I know how to do that for myself. And when I was doing my podcast at first, I didn't know how to do any of that shit. So it's like, I don't know if we're in control. Cause I, I was like, I'm going to do this. And like, all it did was like teach me the shit that I need for the other, for thing. the other thing. It's like, holy fuck. <laughs> Dude. And that's the same thing about kind of comedy, like working with kids, working with like a crowd yeah. and then strip club being on the mic. And right. Like, it's like, it's setting you up. Like think about like all the, wow. all the things that it takes to do comedy. And then all of a sudden it's like, you have all that. Wow. It's like, you have fucked up stories. Wow. You know how to handle a mic. You know how to be in front of a crowd. Like you, you have all the things. You got long fucking hair. <laughs> you look like fucking Jay. Jay and Silent Bob. <laughs> the Jewish version. <laughs> right? Like, it's fucked. It's fucked the way that works. 
It's so weird. And like the saying, go shoot for the moon and land in the stars, you know? And like, yeah, even right. though you're aiming for like that, you may not get what you're aiming for, but yeah. you're still, you'll still be on, on like a higher, yeah. higher than you were. Much higher. So it's weird. So are we in control? I don't know, man. It doesn't, doesn't seem like a, like you think you are until like you look back and you're like, wait a second. What's really controlling us, dude? And what's like, man. This conversation changed the way I'm going to do this podcast. And literally, I I can't even stress it enough. I fucking, I'm looking at my phone. I have a fucking picture right here. I even took a fucking picture of it. I took a picture. I posted it on my stories. I posted it on my fucking stories on Instagram. Yo, your picture is so funny. You posted the picture of me at the gym? Not yet. Oh, okay. I'm going to. Okay. Man, I gotta fucking find that picture. I put it on my stories. I'll find it later. So what is this picture exactly? It's just fucking uh it's fucking what's his name? David Goggins. Uh-huh. So I was listening to a book. Oh, there it is. Look at that. Oh shit, it went away. Oh, it went away so fast. It's the last one. You gotta hold it. Make sure hold you what? Hold, hold the actual picture. Okay, like put my finger on the screen or whatever. I don't know. Now I'm like you with technology before. Okay. Put your finger on it. Just hold it. Don't touch it. Okay. So that's what, oh, when I, so yo, you weren't fucking kidding, huh? Look at all the ones. <laughs> and bro, I see these numbers all the time. I always see these triple numbers. One, 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 three, 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 this, this, this. Like I see it all the fucking time. It's so fucking weird. So one, 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 one. Basically, like when you see one, 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 it's like they say it's like your guardian angels telling you that you're on the right path. And right away, I'm like, I just wrote, I'm like, this is a sign that I'm always supposed to speak my truth. And I didn't even say that because of this conversation. I said it because I just finished doing an Instagram story because somebody was telling me how to talk on my fucking Instagram. They like sent me a message. They're like, you should talk like this. Like, I'm like, so I made a whole post about it. Then I saw that. I'm like, I, I thought, I thought I saw that because of what I just did. But then also I looked and I saw you and then you're like, I want to be on the podcast. And now none of now no, all I've done on this podcast is speak my truth. And it's completely changed the way I want to do my podcast. That's insane. So it's like, I don't know if we're in control. Something just pulled me to this. And then all of a sudden you were like, you thought of me and you wanted to be on the podcast and I was ready for it. And there was no static between us, even though like if we were smaller people, there might've been. And that's it. It's crazy. How weird is that? What is the mind? (laughs) That was, that's crazy. It's crazy. And again, like watch your thoughts. Yeah, because right. your thoughts become fucking. How does the saying go? Your thoughts become uh, actions. Your actions become fucking habits, and your habits become your character. Or something, yeah. something along those lines. That's dude. so funny. I just saw that. Really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I just saw somebody post something like that. It was like your habits. It was like your your thoughts become your actions, and your actions like become your values or your habits and your habits become your values and your values become your destiny something like that yeah that sounds about right dude but it's real like (laughs) dude thoughts like dude it's crazy how thoughts like solidify 
and manifest into reality and like as much as we don't want to really like talk people don't want to think that that's true like it is but again is it only true because you believe it and that's the power of the mind and like if you don't believe that that's true maybe then like it won't it's just real man i remember one time when i was smoking weed back Uh in the day i was smoking weed with my uncle outside (laughs) and he's like he's like let's look at all this shit he's like all this was thoughts he's like look at the house he's like someone just thought of it wow and then they made it. Wow. He's like, someone just thought of that car and then they made it. The tire. Someone just thought of it. And then they made it. Like, he's like, everything's just thought. He's like, that's what everything is. It's so true. Like, why wouldn't you believe that thoughts are real? So Somebody we, had to think of the microphone and be like, okay, okay, I'm going to, I got to make this thing. I got to make this. They didn't even know it was called a microphone. They're just like, okay, we make this thing. <laughs> and then they made it. They're like, okay, like, this is what it is. Like, fuck. Oh, so what's nature then? What are, is that the thought of God? You know what I mean? How, oh, nature? I, like, yeah, you know because what I like, mean? why does that exist? Oh, you know what? I'm actually going to bring something up, but I got to piss. Are we taking say, a break? Are we say, pausing? Say stuff. No, I'm not going to sit here. Listen, let's take why? a break. Let's take a break. I'm going to go smoke no, one. No, yes. that's going to be like a three hour. No, we're no. almost at three hours. Like if you're going three to, hours. Stop it. If you're going, listen, I'm going to just roll. I'm just going to roll one right now. I'm just going to fucking sit here and roll one. Hey, guys. So I'm going to roll a spliff right now while Colin's taking a piss. I'm going to roll a spliff right now. Uh, Let's see. Let's see what we have here. I have have, uh, Blue Widow. Delicious Blue Widow from Canna Farms. Let's see what else I have here. Uh, I have LA Confidential right here, courtesy of Aurora. Wow. I'm gonna. Oh, so are we? Are we back? Can yeah, I? Are we not? You made it seem like. I was going to piss. How long do you think <laughs> it takes for me to piss? <laughs> <laughs> Bro, you're not me. You can't do it a joint after. in a couple seconds. I'll do it after. It's only me that can do that. But you bring up nature. You know what I was watching in the morning? <clears throat> These people have like a theory that mountains are petrified wood of gigantic trees. Like ma- what? mega gigantic what? trees. What? Oh, that just gave me shivers. I don't know why, but like, that's <laughs> weird. What? What do you mean? Petrified? What's petrified wood? What is it? What, like, what is well, it? you ever seen like a thing get petrified? No, like, I don't think so. No. Like it'll be like, oh, wow. Look at that post. Instagram's weird. Why? What do you mean? So much things that you would never be, you'd have to go to a brothel to see back in the day. Yeah. You just see it on Instagram. It's weird. (sighs) Yeah. Social media in general is just, it's weird, man. And I also think the world is like, I don't know, man. The world is kind of splitting into like people like me and who are just like, I'm not on social media. And then like people who live on social media, dude, like people live on social media and like, it's scary, man. Like people, like some people live for social media. That's their purpose. Like they do everything for it. Yeah, dude. And that is so fake. Like Like they take pictures of their food. Like, dude, that is just like, what's wrong with you? (laughs) (laughs) You know, like, what are you fucking, but dude, it's crazy. It's deep. It's deep, man. It's deep. It's conditioning. It's like, it's fucking dude. It's, it's fucking, you got to be careful with social media. I think you do, you do because you can, and like, 
I don't know, man. I'm grateful maybe that like I didn't get too like into it because like that's not I want to live here, man. I want to live in this. I want to live in reality, not in fucking social media land, you know, where you <laughs> just people present like the best. You know what the I mean? Best the, the best, best. And that's not life. That's not life. It's the weirdest thing. It's the weirdest thing when people do that. That's why I don't do that. That's why that that person that was commenting on like the way I do like my posts because uh-huh. I was saying like I was talking about how hard the run was. They're like, you should say that it was it wasn't hard. You should you should talk about how light you felt and how good you did and like all this stuff. And I'm like, no, it's really hard. It's like almost a 5K a day. <laughs> People do that as a race. Like it's 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 hard. It's actually really hard to do. Uh-huh. And uh, I was like, I, I'm like, and my thing is, I don't want to fool people. Like I don't, you don't want to go. It's like if somebody's benching 300 pounds, mm-hmm. right? Imagine some guy looked at you and says, "Oh, it's super easy," and you were just like, "It's super easy." Yeah, man, it's a little challenging. It's a little challenging, but man, you just you throw it up, and then you jumped on there when he turned his back, and you're like, "I'm gonna fucking." And you went up and tried to bench 300 pounds. Well, what what could possibly happen to you? You might fuck yourself up because this guy sold you on some bullshit dream of how easy it is. Wow. But if he looks at you and says, it's actually really hard. And I started at 100 pounds wow. and it took me four months to get to 300 or it took me eight months to get to 300. So don't fucking touch these fucking plates until I'm done. You'd be like, oh, OK, cool, cool. So like now I understand. And that's why I do that with the running, because I don't want to tell people that it's easy. And then they try and run two, kilo- uh, two, two miles, and then all of a sudden they fucking fall out and fucking have a fucking heart attack or something. <sighs> and then they're going to be like, but he said it was so easy. It's not. You know, it's and you know what? Hard, and man. now you mentioned that, like, the things, the things that are, like, uh, that are, like, valuable and, like, worth it are not easy. Like, no. things that come easy just, like, don't have really any value to them. No. The things that, like, take hard work and fucking... That's the shit. That's the shit. Like, that's that's the best shit. You realize, like, that's the best shit. The shit that you have to work for is, like, the best. Because of the struggle. Like, it's not just fucking... It's a struggle. It's a reward. If you just have something handed to you, that's not a reward. You know, you just got something. But if you had to work for it and then you receive it, it's rewarding. That's where fulfillment comes from. Because you're doing something that's worthwhile. I think. I think that's how that works that's what you have to do but like i said like you've had things handed to you but trust me when you find your thing it's not going to be handed to you and you're going to love it you're going to love it because it wasn't handed to you you're going to be so used to it and you're gonna be like wow i actually worked for this just like your physique how happy are you with your physique i love it <laughs> i love it and i did it all by myself right it's the best wow so people are saying because they look so similar that these mountaintops could be gigantic, gigantic trees. Could you like imagine? the whole mountain is a tree? Like it the was, whole... it was at one point. Wow, millions. Of no, years. a fucking tree, like with fucking leaves and like no, no way. <laughs> nah, nah, I say nah. Trees that big, could like you that. Millions of years ago. Nah, you know, could, you know, they could, say could Adam be. and Eve were like fifty feet tall, right? I never heard that before. Really? Yeah. Look into it. I've never heard that before. Yeah. Adam and Eve, 50 feet tall. And like you see in ancient Egypt, they depict people being like 60 feet tall. 
Really? Yeah, as they go up in like the consciousness scale, they're like bigger. I don't know, man. What would happen mm. if we had all that oxygen? What would happen to us? What do you mean? Would we get bigger? Our blood would be more oxygenated. More oxygenated. Because of those gigantic trees. Yeah, produ- like if we had access to Whoa. like a larger oxygen supply, like what would happen? What Whoa. would happen to your pineal gland if you had that much oxygen? I don't know what happens to your pineal gland. I don't know, man. That shit would be active as fuck. Do you know what your pineal gland is? Uh, I don't know. I know it's like over here. (laughs) Yeah, it's like your third eye. It's like the seat of the soul. It's the thing that like, I don't know. They say like, like it's the thing that brings about your sixth sense kind of thing. Uh And like a lot of it's calcified because of all the fluoride and like different things that like we abuse our like metals and stuff uh-huh. all goes there and it like calcifies it and uh-huh. makes it like less active uh-huh. like imagine if you had access to like a super amount of oxygen like at all times would that like decalcify it i think it would decalcify it and i think it would make it bigger i think bigger make it big you think it can grow like a muscle like i think bigger people would have bigger pineal glands you think so? You don't think everyone has like the same size? No, like no it's just I think fucking... I think for sure if you were sixty feet tall, I think yeah, you'd have a okay, bigger head, okay, okay. you know, a bigger brain, and your okay. pineal gland would be this big, <laughs> and you'd be able to do some fucking different Dude. type of shit. That's wow. what I think. Dude, that's a fucking. <laughs> I've never thought. Just expanded my mind. I never thought of some shit like that before, man. Yeah, I don't know, man. Because that's like weird. You don't think somebody could be like that tall but they do talk about like the giants and fucking talk about all sorts of weird shit weird shit yeah man but you don't think like you don't think like you know deep down you don't think it's true because like yo how can there's like i I have no idea but i know i've seen petrified wood and it looks like stone like it feels like really yeah yeah if you get a hold of some petrified wood it'll break like stone like it's like stone it doesn't look like it's definitely not wood at that point it's not wood anymore so maybe those that's weird though. But imagine? like, what about volcanoes then? How is that a tree? I don't. Maybe, maybe that's not it. Maybe like maybe a, vol- a volcano and a mountain like aren't the same thing. Well, I'm pretty sure all mountains used to be volcanoes. What? So look it up right now. Check it. All <laughs> mountain. Like, I think that might be. I'm pretty sure. Really? Yeah. All mountains. All mountains are volcanoes, or were or were volcanoes, and I might be talking out my ass, but. Uh, <laughs> Let's people, see what Google says. Yeah, the people at Google are like, this guy's high as fuck. <laughs> the shit he's Googling right now. <laughs> it makes sense, dude. All, like, you know. Let's see. What does it say? Learning that all mountains are not volcanoes. Okay. So it's talking <laughs> out of my ass. See? Well, whatever. That's what Google is there for. Whatever, man. If there's an article about it, so obviously people thought the same thing as you, right? Yeah, no, they're not all volcanoes. Wow. Yeah. And what is like a mountain? They're showing the you know? difference. Like, yeah, dude, what, what the it? fuck is a mountain? This the fucking thing that's growing out of the ground. Maybe it's a tree. Maybe it was a tree. Maybe that's why it's so high. Holy shit, dude. <laughs> why does it grow so much tree and shit? Like, so much foliage on it. Like, if you cut a tree down right now and you left it, like, shit would start growing out of it. And that's what happens with mountains. Shit grows out of it too. Could you imagine a tree that big? I love when I see big trees. When I see a tree that like I can't even get my arms around, I'm like, yo, this thing's crazy. 
can you imagine seeing something like that like the size of a house like the the stump is like four times the size of a house you don't think that though because a tree is like a fucking you know it's like a round ish what do you mean a tree like you know when you cut a tree like a stump it's round it's a circular thing yeah when you cut it right then it's like a lot of those mountaintops are cut but like what happens when a tree breaks Think about it. Think about like if a tree just like went okay and just broke at the stump level. Okay, what would happen? I don't know. What you have ridges and peaks. Okay, because it would break. Shit, dude. (laughs) (laughs) I was watching this weird documentary about it. (laughs) It was so weird. I was like, "What the fuck?" Mountains used to be trees, huh? That's (laughs) that's a fucking theory, dude. That's that's wow. You don't wow. Could you? And, and like, then, and then, of course, the conspiracy theorists are like, "Who cut down the trees? Who the fuck cut down those trees? And why?" Oh, so dude, that's you think the fucking that's just like a stump? The mountains are just a. You think it yes. went even fucking, dude? <laughs> I thought you were saying just like the mountain itself, like that was no, the tree. No, that's not a tree. That's the fucking stump, bro. <laughs> And it fucking, oh, can you imagine how high that tree would be? Wow, dude. <laughs> it's like I got a contact high from being around you. You definitely, dude, I fucking smoked this fluff right in front of you for sure. You did. <laughs> Man. Wow. Can you imagine? Yes, I can. And not like, just fucking. And how high that tree would be. And, like, what kind of fucking, like, crazy shit lives on it? Like, the tree and, like... Right? What kind of crazy fucking dinosaurs or some shit? Like, dude, what if there's, like, who knows? Like, fucking some crazy monsters or some shit. Huge fucking... (laughs) Yeah, right? Like, if there was a... If you could go back... I I wish I could go back and see Who cut down the trees, dude? That's a crazy question. Who cut down those fucking trees and why? They're, like... If they were... These people are too big. They're too powerful. If we cut down these trees, their next of kin will be smaller and they'll get smaller and smaller. Wow. Can you imagine? Wow. (laughs) That's fucked. That's right, guys. We took this turn. That's what happens after fucking two hours and 58 minutes. You take a turn. (laughs) Fuck. It's true. I don't know. It's weird. And it's just something that I love that theory just because I love big trees. And every time I see a big tree, I'm like, yo, look at that fucking thing. Like, there are trees that, like, literally are, like, I forget. Like, they're, like, they're guarded and, like, fenced off. And then the the documentary was talking about, like, why do we do do that with those trees? And then they were showing these huge trees that, like, in the 1800s that these guys were just cutting down. Uh Like, gigantic trees. And they're like, why were they cutting them down? Like, why did they need to do that? Like, they could have just cut down the smaller trees. Why were they cutting down? Weird. Something to think about. Yeah, right? I'm like, dude, what is a tree anyway? Like, what the fuck is this thing that we call a tree? Like, we call it a tree, but, like, what the fuck is a tree? Like, it's this thing that just, like, grows out of the ground that, like, some things have fruits. Some things are just fucking just a tree, like a regular old pine tree. Like, you know? Right. That gives life and it like it drops fucking pine cones and like gives it drops like life. It's like this oxygen. That's what they say. 
That's what they say, dude. But what is a fucking tree? You think the tree? Do you think they're really pumping oxygen? Where we're like, what? You think they're pumping oxygen in? Like, like, dude, what do you mean? So you're saying if you cut down all the trees in the world, then there'd be no oxygen? Yeah. I don't fucking know. <laughs> I don't know about that. Wait. I don't believe in oxygen. What? I don't Bravo? know. Wait. <laughs> what do you mean? It's just like, I don't know, man. I feel like there's an endless supply. Like, unless you fucking, like, go underwater. So I don't know. But, like, there's an endless supply of oxygen. Maybe I'm fucking, again, talking out of my ass. But, like, I guess. I don't know, dude. Like, fucking. If we you just breathe. Them. It's like breathing. I don't know. You just breathe in and out. That's just if the we... way it is. It says, if we would cut down trees, uh-huh. what is going to happen is that the population won't stop growing, but oxygen in the atmosphere will reduce. Uh-huh. Trees have to breathe to live. Same as us and every living thing on the planet. <clears throat> they breathe in carbon dioxide and breathe out oxygen. Mm-hmm. We breathe out carbon dioxide and breathe in oxygen. So, yeah. We're done. The trees are done, bro. Really? There'd just be less oxygen, and then we become even smaller. We were giants before, bro. Really? Wow. You're proof of that. You're European, bro. You for sure have some giants in your bloodline. Back when there were massive trees, <laughs> some huge fills walking around. Yo, that is a very intense thought to think that we used to be like giants. <laughs> yeah, but what about Neanderthals, right? Like, that's like... You don't think that was like they're bigger than humans? No, I think I think all those things existed. I think like there was giants. Are were we the giants though, or were the giants like a separate thing from us? You know, oh, because like David and Goliath. What about David and Goliath? Like that's like you know he fought the giant. Like how weird is that? He fought. He fought a giant, and he fucking murked him with the stone. Yeah, and that giant had three eyes. The giant's pineal gland was so big that it actually grew a third eye. <laughs> I don't remember that part from... Uh, you never saw that? Or no, no, didn't the giant have one eye? Oh, that's it, like a cyclops, dude. I, I think don't know that's what that, it was. The Goliath? I don't know. Maybe I don't know. Like, I have no idea. I don't remember him being a cyclops, though. No, he's just oh, like a fucking there? giant. You I wasn't there, there no? but... Fucking from the story that I recall, he's never, I don't recall him ever having one eye. But yo, he got it like he got like hit in the pineal gland or something with the rock, I think. Yeah. What are the three things people get wrong? Goliath can't see. What? Start with the fact that Goliath is a giant, mighty. Six foot nine warrior. <laughs> That's what people say. He's a big guy by modern standards. He would have been absolutely colossal and big. Oh, biblical. Oh, because they were all small back then. So him being six foot nine, they're like, he's a giant. <laughs> How fucked is that? I don't know, bro. I don't know. When we start getting into Bibles and stuff, you know what's going on there. What's the deal with the Bible? 
<laughs> I don't know, bro. Isn't the Bible just the Torah? You're 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 just on birthright. You should know what the deal is. All I know, dude, is that like I'm Jewish and I'm fucking Israel is my home. <laughs> and that's where I belong, dude. That's it, right? That's it. That's amazing. It's crazy, man, but it's actually like the land of the Jews and like to go there and feel it. Dude, it's all Jewish people there. It's like Thornhill. It's like, dude. It Thor- is like Thornhill. No, 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 no. It is. Dude, Thorn. No, 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 no. It's, it's, it's like, I can't. It's different because Thornhill, dude, people are still like, they're not together. Like, everyone's still kind of like in their own. Dude, with there, there's a sense of community. There's a sense of like connection. Yeah. Dude, everyone is Jewish. Even now, Thornhill isn't as Jewish as it used to be. First of all, everyone's not Jewish in Israel. Well, it feels like it. Doesn't it feel like it here? Because they're the majority. No, because we're still the minority here. In Israel. What? In Thornhill? Even now, uh, it's more it's more multicultural than it used to be. What I are you think. Talking? No, you think the Jew? Uh, someone told me. Like uh, someone. Told someone told me. I can't remember who. <laughs> Recently, they're like Thornhill's not as Jewish. Like it's more. There's more Filipino. There's more whatever. There's more Filipinos than Jewish people. I'm not saying there's. More That's Fili- crazy talk. <laughs> no, but there's obviously like it's not. Ju- like it used to be really Jewish, but like uh, now there's more. Bro, we can walk fucking 80 meters away from here and see a 60 foot menorah what the (laughs) fuck are you talking about and then we can walk another 20 meters and see a giant sign that says shabbat shalom okay (laughs) what are you talking okay let's i don't know i live in the the core that's just a little that's just a little like like a little thornhill is little well, dude, that well, this is like a whole country, dude. Thornhill is yeah, still know, like a minority. Like, dude, this is the whole it's a minority co- of what? Of Jews? No. Yes. Well, oh, th- in Thornhill. No, like in fucking Ontario, in Toronto. Yeah, in Ontario. Toronto. Yeah, obviously, it's gonna be like that. It's we're the minority. Ontario. We're the minority everywhere, dude, it's, except Israel, where they're the majority. Because now you're bringing it to like the country and like the province. Right, like you're like, oh, in Ontario though, like, but like we live in Thornhill, like, and you don't, you don't go to, to, I don't even know another part of Ontario. You, we don't go to Thunder Bay. You're not going to Thunder Bay. I'm not going to Thunder Bay. Okay. You ever been there? No. Of course not. But where have you been? Been to Thornhill. <laughs> when you live in Thornhill, you stay in Thornhill, basically. How many times are you like outside of Thornhill? When you when you live here, how much times are you like venturing out all the other places? No, never. When you're hanging out in Thornhill, how many of your friends are Jewish? All of I know all my friends are fucking Jewish. Yeah. What the fuck are you talking about? We can go down the street and get Judaica. You want some Judaica? <laughs> okay, whatever. <laughs> it's not <sighs> My buddy moved to Cal my buddy moved to Edmonton and he's like Cause he's religious. He's like, you know, he is. He's like, I had no idea how lucky I was living in Thornhill. He's like, I can't get kosher wine. He's like, I can't get kosher this. He's like, this is like, he's like, it's crazy. Okay, the this community, is kinda, the okay. community of Jewish Sorry, people I there is, I think it's twenty five hundred people there. He's like, he's like, Calgary, like, it's even less. Yeah, because he's yeah, he's like right in Edmonton. There's like right more by, Jews in Edmonton than yeah, Calgary. Yeah, yeah, he's in Edmonton. Like he's like right by. Are we talking about Saba? Yeah. Okay. Saba was like, yeah, he's like. 
He's like, I can't get anything. He's like, I gotta have sense <laughs> from Thornhill. He's no like, he's way. like, he's like, you literally live in Little Israel. He's like, you don't even realize it. Wow. He's like, you don't even realize. Wow. That was like when he first moved over there. He's like, I don't even know what the fuck to do right now. <laughs> fuck. It's fucking funny, man. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Kanye West threatens planet with Joe Rogan podcast experience. Whoa. What? Was Kanye West on Joe on Rogan? On Joe right Rogan? Now? No, no way. Because let me tell you guys something. I love my podcast, but I'll shut this shit down if Kanye West is on Joe Rogan right now. I'll shut it right the fuck down. Kanye West is not on Joe Rogan. No yeah, way. Yeah, he's supposed to be. What? Yeah. You know that? No, I didn't. No way. That's probably going to be like the 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 most viewed 100%. Joe Rogan podcast. Kanye episode. West was like, I want to talk about mental health and nobody will talk about it with me. And then Joe Rogan tweeted back. He's like, I'll talk to you all day about it. <laughs> <laughs> so I'll talk about whatever you want, baby. Okay, it's not on yet. Okay. But when that shit comes on, oh man, I'm going to watch that episode twice. 100%. Bro. Six o'clock. It's six o'clock. I got a hot date. Do you? Yeah, actually, I do. This girl I met from Birthright. <laughs> I'm going to go hang out with her. How would you feel if you found out she was just a plant in order to make you feel good about the Birthright experience? And that's why those guys want to hang out with you. How would you feel if, like, the whole thing, how would you feel if, like, there was, like, a facility where they could see your power and they were like, he's the most powerful one? We need to get him back into the fold very heavily. And the whole trip was actually surrounded about you. And that's why you entertained everybody. Because they knew to laugh at your jokes the most. Dude, I'm fucking shimmering right now. That's crazy. (laughs) (laughs) She's going to sleep with you right now because she's just like, no, he's the one. No, you think so? And they're like, it's 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 this one. And then all of a sudden they saw you, you have long hair. And they're like, we can't have another cheese dip. We got to bring this one in. <laughs> Honestly, dude, I wouldn't put it past the fucking birthright. Dude, that is, they, they're on some scientific, like. I've, I've always thought that with, like, anytime, like, synchronicity has been happening in my life like crazy. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't know, man. Truman Show might be a real thing. This camera's right there camera right there i don't know man can you imagine are we in control (sighs) who knows i think we got to wrap it up here guys all right it's been the process thank you so much it's been a pleasure dude man we have to hug on the end of this take it easy guys peace peace man thank you so much Well, there you have it. That was a long one with Phil. <laughs> Phil is hilarious, man. While while we're like filming, like uh, I was doing video. Something happens with the video. It, it, it got messed up for these uh, seven interviews about success and high performance and stuff. It was just so funny because every 30 minutes, my cameras, they they have a sensor that makes them stop. So they stopped. And then he's like, man, let's roll spliff. I'm like, what? He's like, oh, those are, like he had during this interview, he had a pile of weed on his lap. Like he was just rolling joints. He had a bunch of weed in a bag because because he um, he lives in Calgary, I believe. And uh, 
Yeah, so he just had a bunch of weed that he was allowed to fly with and blah, blah, blah. So pretty cool. Pretty cool, though. It was some it was some crazy weed. At that at the time that we filmed this, uh, I wasn't smoking weed, so I didn't get to try any of it. But I could tell by the smell of it when he was smoking that it was good. But, yeah, that's Phil. He's a character, man, and uh, I hope Phil the best in life. I hope he really figures it out. Um, yeah, and I really hope he does that podcast because I think he would do really well at it. I really do. He has no social media. Phil, Phil is, Phil's not somebody, he's not on these podcasts for clout chasing. He has zero social media. He does not want you to get in contact with him. He does not want you to, to, to keep up with his daily things that he does. Nothing. Just, that was just Phil. He was just on the podcast just because. <laughs> so, um, yeah, hope you guys enjoyed that. Please like, share, subscribe. Um, even though this is only audio, I'm throwing it up on YouTube as well. I'm just going to have my logo there and just let it run. Um, but yeah, uh, thank you so much for listening. Share, subscribe, uh, rate and review as well. Good ratings and good reviews. Obviously they needless to say five stars all the way. Like, that's what you should. If you are listening to this part, you should give five stars. Because you've invested a lot of time. So you must kind of like me. Or, or at least like Phil. You know? If you don't do it for me, do it for Phil. <laughs> but uh, yeah. Not like other podcasts. Don't have any sponsors. So I'm not going to go into whole, some whole spiel about who this was brought to you by. It was brought to you by me and my curiosity. Peace.